serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world. This is the Show Me Sports Network. The following is an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and is a high-fidelity, all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited. It's time for Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Show Me Sports Network. This is the Southern Boone County Eagles pregame show on the exclusive home for Eagles football, the Show Me Sports Network. We'll recap last game's highlights, set the stage for kickoff, and even get the thoughts of the head coach during the pregame show, all while we get set to bring you the exciting play-by-play action of your Southern Boone County Eagles. The biggest and absolute best coverage in mid-Missouri is on the air as the Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew are ready in the broadcast booth. Exclusive pregame coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football is brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty. Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, Sawdust Studios, Southern Boone Booster Club, and Zealous WBGT. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Eagles Radio Network. Now let's go live to the field to the Show Me Sports Network broadcast booth. And a very pleasant good evening, everyone. Blake Gazaway joined by Mike Freeze as we are just a little under half an hour away from getting week four underway of Missouri High School football as the Southern Boone County Eagles playing on the road the first time this season they've been on the road as they are down the road at Booneville taking on the Pirates. Both teams coming in at a 2-1 and one record. Both teams in a Class 3 District 5 matchup, also a Tri-County Conference matchup, so... To say the least, at least some bragging rights is definitely on the line tonight. Every game every game we have this year is going to be, we're going to say the same thing, it means a lot because <laughs> it, it really do, really does. We have a lot of teams that are very equal when you look at them on paper and no different tonight. Boonville's got, a, I would say, a pretty identical program to football-wise. They, they win just about as much as we do. They have just as much of success as we do. Uh, they always have some exciting athletes, and no different tonight. They probably have the most exciting player we're going to we're going to see tonight outside of uh, Blair Oaks, and that's going to be uh, Dakota Truist, who's a junior, six foot one, one eighty five pound, do everything. He's uh, he'll line up at running back, he'll line up as wide receiver, he'll line up in the Wildcat as quarterback, and when he's back in that formation. He, there's a reason he's getting the ball, and he is. He's fast, he's quick, he's patient, he's a strong runner as well. So, again, this is probably, you could argue, he's the best player we're going to see this year. A lot of talent in Boonville, some good experience. They know how to win. They just came off a big win from last week. How, are they going to be down a little bit? Who knows? It's tough. That's what's great about this great, great game that we have here. We're on a beautiful complex, beautiful sky. There was a little bit of rain earlier tonight in the area, but it looks like it's gone past us for right now. 
Well, that win you're talking about was the 59-58 win over Hallsville. That was at Hallsville, a game that went into overtime even, and they were able to prevail and uh, get their second win of the season. As you talked about, arguably we're going to see with Truce probably I think there's a case to be made just the the most athletic player that uh, we'll see uh, this season for sure. You talked about outside of Blair Oaks. Uh, he is just a, an athlete, and I was watching him uh, actually uh, in, in pregame warm-ups uh, right after they got out here on the field, was down on the field a little bit, got here, got set up. But watching them, watching him uh, just, you know, move his body and do some things, and, and it was the fact that he could string all these things together. Like it was a punt that he jumped in the air, turned, landed, caught the ball over his shoulder, and I don't mean a basket catch, like snagged it out of the air, and I'm thinking, man, I would have been lucky just to be able to turn around, let alone catch a ball like that. But that just shows the athleticism of him and, uh, you know, why he is is uh, always a great player. And, uh, you know, he was there picking up his teammates. That's another thing that was great to see was he was, you know, helping them out, talking to them, picking them up, talking about some things, very situational things that we very well could see tonight. And, you know, really, I, I like to see that as an all-around player. Yeah. So, like I say, big game tonight, uh, looking at the district standings right now. Uh, Eldon is three and L, but they are not in first place. Their three teams are two and one. Moberly at two and one is actually in first place, like we talked about a couple weeks ago. When you play up and you play a four A school, you get extra points. Mm-hmm. And Moberly and Mexico both are in the same conference that include a lot of four A teams like Hannibal, Mexico, and so forth. So they'll get bonus points. Now I was wrong a couple weeks ago when I said you used to lose points when you play down, but thankfully that doesn't happen anymore. So Eldon at 3-0 and is uh, second place. Boonville is third place, and Southern Boone is at fourth place, even though we have the same record as the other two. So that just shows you again. Again, if you get to be the top two, top two are going to get a bye. So it's really important to take what you what you have here. And certainly, just like the last uh, three weeks of the season, this is going to be a good game. It's going to be close. There's no reason to expect it won't be back and forth. No reason to expect that at all. Well, we're going to take a quick break here and then be back with our pregame interviews. We'll be joined by head coach for the Southern Moon County Eagles and Mark Ross. We'll take a quick break as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Moon County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421. 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions welcome back to the southern boone county eagles pregame show here on the show me sports network we're joined by southern boone county eagles football head coach mark ross coach ross thanks for joining us before tonight's game yeah you bet thanks for having me well, last week your squad wrapped up their three-game homestead hosting the California Pintos you got the thrilling 29 to 28 victory what were your thoughts on the game last week yeah, you know, a little closer than we'd like, but, uh, you know, we're just happy that we came out on top. Again, that same thing that we've been talking about the last few weeks is that resiliency from the boys to continue to fight until the very end and ultimately find a way to get it done. Well, you knew going into it that California was a different team, really, than the two teams that you saw the first two weeks of the season. 
Yeah, absolutely. You know, they were uh, going to spread the thing out a little bit more and take some deep shots and those sorts of things and, and try and put us in some bad positions, you know, based on their alignment and some of those things. And then, of course, a different defensive look than we've seen as well. And uh, I thought the boys did a nice job of, of making some adjustments and, again, you know, finding ways to get stops and, and those sorts of things. Well, on paper, I really liked how the teams matched up and it definitely held true to that. And really, you know, the thing that I, I took away from the game that I kept thinking about was uh, the old saying about, we'll sell you the seat, but all you need is the edge. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously you kind of hinted on it. The game was closer than uh, than you'd like it to be. But, you know, the, the guys were put in positions to face that adversity and they had some wins. They had minor, you know, victories along the way, culminating in, in obviously getting the win overall from the game. I thought the guys did a great job in some of those situations that you could fold really easily. And again, you know, just continuing to fight and continuing to get better each and every week. And I think that was a result of last week's win. And you really saw the momentum of the game going back and forth dictated as, you know, there was times when you guys answered each other's touchdown or drive, whatever it was, the other team responded to that. Yeah, you know, there were times where you felt like, okay, finally things are swinging our way and, and we're going to kind of hold them out. They'd answer right back, and then our guys would do a nice job of finding a way to answer right back. It kind of came down to, you know, who was going to have the ball last and the longest and have enough time to get it done. Well, it gave you guys a chance, too, as we saw both teams capitalizing on turnovers from the other team. Gave you a chance to really, you know, get in and, and see how the players would respond to that. Yeah, again, you know, those big momentum changes in a game that can really make or break a team and finding ways to kind of battle through those things and guys going out and making a mistake and then, you know, not getting down on themselves and continuing to focus on the next play. And, and that was what we were really happy with. Well, in the first half of the game, we saw some very long drives that if you take away the turnovers that ended the drive, they were some good-looking series. It just didn't end the way you wanted it to. Yeah, you know, I think, honestly, we left a lot of points on the board there or off the board there. You know, between turnovers and the penalties, we ultimately were really hurting ourselves in some of those situations. So we've got to do a better job of kind of managing some of those things and eliminating things that we can control. Is that something that uh, you guys discussed at all about that, that, you know, it came down to be the one-point game, but barring there were some of those things, uh, balls not put on the ground, you know, some other things like that, that it had been a totally different game? Yeah, I mean, that, that was the first thing, you know, come Monday the afternoon that we talked about was, you know, putting ourselves in a better position and, and doing the things that we can do to prevent ourselves from being in some of the situations that we were in. And really, we talked about it on a pregame, but really, it was just a few big plays for California that kept them, you know, the ability to hang around. Yeah, you know, I think either way you look at it, we had some opportunities missed. I think they had some opportunities missed that could have opened the game up either direction. And the ones that they were able to capitalize on, I thought the guys did a great job of taking coaching and, and understanding, you know, how we wanted them to play different situations and making adjustments so that they didn't continue to get some of those big plays on us. Well, your squad really was able to do well in the game on their third down conversions. There were several drives that were kept alive by some crucial third down pickups. At one point, you guys were either, I think you started off four of four or five of six, somewhere in that ballpark on third down conversions. Really, the thing that was different last week, I felt like, compared to the, the previous two weeks, was our success rate on first and second down. Being in those situations where third and manageable instead of third and long, you know, makes a big difference in things that we have available at our disposal to call, things that we like against their defense. So ultimately, I think that was one of the biggest changes that we saw last week offensively was that success rate and those other downs that put us in a good position on third down last week. 
Yeah, I think you're you're right about that. Uh, I obviously don't keep that stat, but there were a lot of times that it was third and very short or third and manageable, which is something we really hadn't seen much of the season. But it lets you open that playbook and, you know, start doing some of those things. Like you said, if it's third and long, you, you really don't have any chance to do. Yeah, you know, and especially as much pressure as they were bringing, they were really forcing you to throw the ball out underneath. And at that point, you're just hoping that you can break a tackle, you know, the way that they were playing us. And so having those third and short situations really opens up the run, the pass, and then throw the play action in there to kind of keep them guessing a little bit. And so we've got to continue to get better at those things each and every week of putting ourselves in, in those positions. Well, going into halftime, you were trailing by one. What was the discussion in the locker room? Really kind of the same discussion that we had on Monday, that if we just control the things that we can control and put ourselves in a better situation, you know, we felt like that score could have been significantly different at halftime, but that we were going to come out and go put points on the board in the second half and get defensive stops. And I think the guys did a nice job of taking some of those adjustments. And it was a similar conversation to how we still felt at the end of the game, but we felt like the second half, there was much better execution than some of those things. Well, the second half of the game was very much a back and forth as well. Very similar to the first half. Each team kind of answering each other kind of in this chess match of sorts. But you guys went for a two-point conversion in the third quarter. That was successful. And that really seemed like that started the shift of the momentum that, uh, you know, was back and forth. But that kind of gradually, like, started tipping that needle, staying on your guys' side. Yeah, that was a critical situation because ultimately gives us the chance that if they uh, put a few more touchdowns on the board there, that we can still keep it within certain possession limits there. So I was really happy that the guys were able to, Austin did a nice job of spinning the play and, and being able to find Kellen in the end zone for that two-point conversion. And so that was really critical at that point in the game. And I would agree that was a huge momentum change for us there. Well, California was able to score again in the third quarter. Then they scored early in the fourth quarter. What was the mindset after they took the lead? What did you tell the guys? Just to continue to stay on the focus of us, continue to go out and find ways to get it done for each other and to go out and compete for each other. And then the guys were all in doing that, ultimately doing a good job of opening up holes. And then we're back on defense, getting stops when we needed to get stops. Well, you were able to score. Your squad was able to score less than a minute left in the game. That made it a 28-27 to advantage for California. Walk us through the process on the sidelines of the decision of going for the two-point conversion to try to take the lead. Ultimately, you know, it really comes down to the kind of the flow of the game. Stuff that California was doing a lot of really good things offensively, and that there was still a lot of time on the clock, and that if we could take the lead, felt like they were going to have to be, we're going to force them to have to be a little bit more aggressive. I think, you know, always when you're at home and, and you're in those situations, it's a whole lot easier to put yourself in that, that position when you're at home than, than on the road. And their crowd's a little bit bigger and a little bit rowdier. And if roles are reversed there, it just makes it that much tougher. And we just felt like it was the right decision in that moment. I think I made the comment in the press box that uh, the decision to go for two would either, you know, really just kick off your regime as head coach with a bang and people are going to just get excited or it's going to leave a scratch in your head saying, hmm, I don't know about this. Yeah, you know, it's one of those decisions, you know, if you convert, you're pretty smart in it. And if you don't, they're not real happy with the decision. So that's part of it. And ultimately, just trying to make the best decisions, put our kids in a position to win. And again, you know, we just felt like it was the right situation in that moment. There was a timeout called, and you guys kind of thought about it or talked about it a little bit more. Was there any doubt leading up to the play running that, oh, if that was the right call or not? 
but we actually misaligned, and then that was the reason for taking the timeout. But thankfully, it really kind of worked out in our favor because I also didn't like the way that they were aligned defensively to what we had just called. So we kind of switched things up, you know, based on that previous alignment. And we did some stuff a little bit differently than what we practiced in that situation, and guys were able to execute and find a way to get it done. Well, it was successful. It was just a beauty of a play on the execution. And I think the thing that stands out to me, and, and we've talked about this before, is it was a high situational football IQ that was on display for that play on, on multiple players. Absolutely. I think that's one of the best things that we have going for us. Our skill guys know and understand that Austin has the, the great capability of sending some of those plays. And he had an option there where it was quarterback run or we had an RPO option on the outside. And just the understanding of, of Kellen to stay in a good position and, and kind of work with Austin as he, as he rolled out of the pocket there. And then, you know, Austin wait for the defense to come up on him before dumping it over the top and putting it in the end zone. Well, not only did it make a great throw, but also threw the towel in as well, kind of signifying that it wasn't over for California, but it was getting pretty close. We saw that towel go in the air, and, you know, we didn't know if it was a flag or what it was, so we were all trying to hold everybody back, and a lot of excitement. Thankfully, it wasn't a flag, and it was just a player towel, and everything worked out. Well, I think the thing that I also liked about it was it showed that you have the trust in your players. It showed that, you know, if they do their jobs, they're going to be rewarded. And again, we talk about the momentum. That almost just pegged the needle as far as it could go for Southern Boo. Yeah, absolutely. It's really, it's, it's a testament to these kids and things that they're doing and they're starting to really grasp the things that we're asking them to do offensively and defensively. It's a real testament to them for me to have the trust that we can go out and compete in a situation like that and ultimately have a chance to win a game in a close situation. Well, after you guys took the one-point lead, you put the game back into the hands of your defense, who, again, really just continuing to rise to the occasion. And just like last week, it seemed like as the game went on, they got better. They played more as a unit, and particularly on the last drive, they put it all together and were firing on all the cylinders. That's something that obviously we want them to go out and compete in those big moments, and, and they've really showed up in the red zone here the last couple of weeks and gotten stops. We just got to get them to realize that, hey, you know, you're capable of doing those things on each and every down and preventing them from getting in that situation to have a chance to go down and tie. And The competitive nature of these kids is what we love. Well, they had uh, some big-time sacks, I believe three on the night. They also had several QB pressures and several hurries, which, again, doesn't really show up anywhere that you see the stat-wise, but it caused the quarterback to make some not-wise decisions. That was something that we talked about going into that game. Was we had to find ways to create some pressure, and ultimately the sack by Weston Jennings on that last drive it was huge. It kept the clock running, forced them to use a timeout in that situation, which is good because they still had two timeouts headed into that drive, and we were able to force them to use that and then maybe not give them some time to really draw the plays they wanted to to end the game. So that was a bigger play, I think, than most people realize. Just finding a way to go out and team, go out and make those plays in critical situations is huge. So we're, we're really happy for Weston, and I also think a testament to how the D-line was playing there in that situation, too, because it pulled that tackle in from on our defensive line and allowed him to come clean off the edge and make a big hit on the quarterback and really kind of keep him guessing as to where pressure was coming from. And, you know, I think in that moment, he was getting a little tired of getting hit. Starting junior quarterback Austin Evans had another great game. He was 14-24 for 176 yards, totaled four touchdowns. He did throw a couple interceptions on the day, but that puts him just shy of 750 yards on the season and nine total touchdowns. 
he's been playing tremendous. And as far as, you know, the first interception goes, it's a coachable moment. And, you know, we, we had the conversation about that situation. And that's the thing about him. You won't see him make that mistake again and still think that on the second one, he made the right decision and, and put the ball where he needed to. It just ultimately didn't go our way. And that's what I love about Austin is, is you really only have to tell him something one time and he's very coachable and, and does a great job of making those adjustments. Well, he's still averaging 19.2 yards per completed pass. That's been the big thing is the ability to connect on some of those big plays. He's been extremely accurate so far, and the passes that he's not completing have typically been some of more of the underneath stuff where we've had pressure and, and maybe not picked up some blitzes the way that we should. And again, correctable and, and coachable moments there, and um, you know he's just going to continue to get better. Junior receiver Chase Morris, he led the team once again with 127 yards. That was on 11 receptions. Also had two touchdowns. He just continues to shine, and him and Austin seem to really be on the same page and really be clicking on all cylinders there. I think Chase does a nice job first of running his route, but also he's he's extremely deceptive. He does a really nice job of changing gears and changing speeds throughout the course of his route. It's pretty hard to teach those things, and it really becomes natural for him and just really a uh, pit bull out there, and he just goes and battles on every play. Juniors Kellen Ash and Tristan McKee, they both hauled in a touchdown pass as well. Yeah, you know, I think that's something that things that they're doing is helping to open Chase up. And the plays that Chase is making, I think, is also helping to open them up as well. Nice to see Tristan catch that touchdown. And Kellen got involved in in the run game and had a bunch of rushing yards, which is really nice. And helped us out in a number of different ways offensively. Then also was able to get both of those two-point conversions. So, you know, it was really kind of a big night for a lot of skill guys across the board. On the ground, your squad racked up 237 yards. That was with five different ball carriers, averaging as a team 5.6 yards a carry. Mentioned five different carriers, but they're all different on their approach. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and I think that's something that's really nice is everybody's just kind of a different style of running back. There's receivers coming in motion and taking handoffs and those sorts of things. I think they all really complement each other really well. And Teller Mange had a huge play on fourth down on that last possession. He's a guy that's seen very limited carries, but a senior who's very resilient and really knows what's going on. He's always in tune with the situation and made a huge play. And so we're really happy for him. And we've got to just continue to be able to spread the ball out like we have been here the last few weeks and continue to find ways to get other guys involved a little bit more and things can really take off here but defensively and we hit on it a little bit continued to do a great job swarming to the ball getting multiple hats on the ball they just seem to be tracking well they're tracking quite well at what's going on in the play think one thing that they've done really nicely like you said was getting multiple hats to the ball and that's something that we talk about every day in practice and we want to make sure that we're getting all 11 hats to the ball so we've got to continue to improve on that a little bit more you know but I, I think the thing that the guys have been doing really well is block destruct and, and getting off some blocks and being able to get to their gaps and, and be assignment sound I think has been huge for us. I think really the only concern that I have taking uh, everything with the game taken away from it is uh, the number of penalties. There were 17 penalties called on the Eagles last week. That's definitely something we've got to get cleaned up, and we've talked about extensively this week. And, you know, I I think probably 15 of those were on offense, with about nine of them being false starts. Again, those are things in our control, and we've got to be locked in in those moments and eliminate some of those mistakes. 
Yeah, I think you're right on your numbers there. Most of them were false starts. You know, had a pulling guard or someone who was going to be pulling on the play. They they left just a hair too early. But, you know, those are the sort of penalties, obviously, that can be cleaned up. They can be corrected. But it's one, too, that I can live with that a little more because they're out there. They're just leaving a hair too early because they know what their role is, what their job is. They got to get over there and lead the way. So I can live with those a little more. Yeah, absolutely. You know, being a little bit antsy to fire off the ball a little bit quicker isn't necessarily always a bad thing. Just cleaning up some of the timing of it. When those things are eliminated, I really think that offense is going to take off a little bit more than what it seems to be kind of picking up some pace here. Well, tonight your Eagles hit the road for the first time this season, traveling to Boonville to take on the Pirates. It's a Class 3 District 5 matchup, along with a Tri-County Conference game. The Pirates are 2-1 and one on the season, beating Hallsville on the road last week. That was an overtime final by a margin of 1 at 59-58. So again, they're kind of in the same boat with a one-point game that, uh, that we're in. Uh, but leading up to uh, the game this week, how's practice been? The guys have done a nice job of really understanding what we're asking them to do. Again, I, I feel like this is a different style of offense and defense than what we've seen thus far in the season. I think they've got some really good athletes and, and probably the best athletes that we've seen in the Truce kids so far this season. Extremely dynamic offensively, defensively, and on special teams. So we've got to do a good job of counting for him and some of their defensive linemen that they have. And if we can do those things, the guys are going to go out and compete like we know they will and put us in a good position to win another ball game. How's the health of everybody this week? Everybody's doing really well. I think this is the first week where we actually have nobody on the injury list, so that's always nice and provides a little bit more depth for us, and, and so we're excited for that. Getting some guys back that haven't seen any action yet that we're going to try and get a little more involved here across the board in all three areas, and that's going to help us in other positions as well. Anything else uh, you're expecting to see tonight? I think it's going to be a, a defensive battle back and forth. And as long as these guys continue to improve each week like they have been, it's going to be a fun, exciting night. Well, Coach Ross, thanks for joining us for our pregame show tonight. Any final thoughts before you get out of here? Hey, we appreciate the support and, and hopefully everybody out there tonight. Hey, let's go get win number three. That sounds great. Thank you. That's Southern Boone County Eagles football head coach Mark Ross. We're going to take a break and be right back with more of your Southern Boone County Eagles pregame show. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football on the home of the Eagles, the Show Me Sports Network. You've been listening to the Southern Boone County Eagles pregame show on the exclusive home for Eagles football, the Show Me Sports Network. The excitement is building in the stands and the tension is rising on the sideline as kickoff is just around the corner. Exclusive pregame coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football has been brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC. Last Sentinel Firearms. Retrieving Freedom. Sawdust Studios. Southern Boone Booster Club. And Zealous WBGT. The biggest and absolute best coverage in mid-Missouri continues as we'll be back with kickoff right after these messages. This has been the Southern Boone County Eagles pregame show on the exclusive home for Eagles football, the Show Me Sports Network. We need you. We need you. We need you. Now more than ever. 
the Southern Boone School District is hiring part-time bus drivers for route athletics and activities with no experience necessary. Our drivers enjoy flexible work hours, paid on-site CDL training, and paid time off, all while helping our community. The position offers competitive pay. Go visit sbschools.us slash employment. We need you! It's time for Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Show Me Sports Network. This is Southern Boone County Eagles football on the exclusive home for the Eagles radio network, the Show Me Sports Network. Exclusive play-by-play coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football is brought to you by... Avon with Michelle Carty, Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, Sawdust Studios, Southern Boone Booster Club, and Zealous WBGT. The biggest and absolute best coverage in mid-Missouri is on the air as the Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew are ready in the broadcast booth for kickoff. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Eagles radio network. Now let's go live to the field to the Show Me Sports Network broadcast booth. And a very pleasant good evening, everyone. Blake Gasaway joined by Mike Freeze as the coin toss is just about ready to commence here at... The uh, stadium here at Boonville as the 2-1 and one Southern Boone County Eagles taking on the hosting 2-1 and one Boonville Pirates in a game that uh, we talked about it in our pregame show. We <laughs> talk a lot that there's a lot on the line, but tonight, nonetheless. Going to be a great game tonight. Certainly interested in seeing two different things. Number one, how can our defensive line go up against their offensive line? It's not a big offensive line that they have, but it's a very efficient uh, offensive line. They do have a couple uh, studs on their uh, offensive line, uh, their brothers. Uh, if you remember, Atia Ellison, Mizzou, great from a few years back, also played in the NFL. They're down here, so they're really solid. The younger brother's a freshman, and he doesn't play like a freshman. He's pretty good size, but he moves pretty well for the most part. Um Again, tough, tough, tough offensive line. So can our defensive line make some things happen? And then secondly is hats to number 11. Can we get enough people to 11 to keep him from keeping no more than one big play? I certainly expect he'll get a big play. But I'm expecting a fairly high-scoring offensive game tonight. Uh, both uh, offenses are fairly explosive, and uh, we'll see who has the most explosive of the offenses. Well, he also handles the punting duties for them, and that means that uh, at any given time when it's a fourth down, they're going to line up to punt, and they could actually decide to go ahead and go for it as he's got wheels. You know, really, he is just a uh, lean, mean football machine, well-rounded in every aspect of the game, it seems. And as we talked, it'll be he will be uh, for sure one of the better players that we see all season long as the Eagles will get the kickoff here, so they will receive. Playing our hands team, uh, Boonville doesn't have a fantastic kickoff team, a kicker, 
So we're expecting some shenanigans. Kicking it is Brenner Parker. It is a short kick as Mange will take it just on the other side of the 50. So good job there of him just to put two hands on it, fall down with it. That's exactly what you want to do. Yeah, onside kick 10 yards down. Like I said, their kicker is not known to be very, very effective. So they do a lot of onside kicks. Exactly why you practice that. The hands team coming through right there. As we're glad you're tuned into our broadcast here this evening on the Show Me Sports Network. Whether you're listening with the app or our media center, we're glad you're tuned in. As for Southern Boone, they'll break the huddle here with one back in the back, two receivers far side, one here to the near side. They'll send Taylor in motion now, being wing on the far side. As they'll fake the handoff, keeping himself as Evans. He's going to get plowed into behind the line of scrimmage. He's going to lose a couple yards. Yeah, on that play that we faked the running back to the left and then did more of a counter with the pulling left guard, uh, Dylan Isles to the right. But this time, their defensive line did a great job of, of penetration. I believe number 73, one of the he's the elder Ellison brother, um, got in there. And he's a lot smaller than his, than his younger brother, but he's awful quick. Well, the good thing is there that if he could have got the corner, I think that would have been a big play. But it'll bring up a second and long. Again, Two receivers up top. They also have a wing up there. Now they'll direct some traffic with the running back. That's Bowles as he will get the handoff. He's going to be met in the backfield. He's going to lose a yard himself. It'll bring up third and long. Yeah, they play a very aggressive defense. Uh, Not only do they have really quick guys on the line. Again, Ellison there made the tackle again. But they also blitz about 70% of the time, if not more. So uh, there's always going to be someone coming from somewhere. So can our, our offensive line pick up where it's coming from, and, and they show it a lot too. That so last play, they showed it. It'll be third and long now as Evans will be in shotgun. Again, he primarily runs through that as they'll send Ash in motion to the far side. They'll have receivers over there. Pressure coming. Nice job. A Bulls to pick it up. Scrambling is Evans. He's going to have to tuck it himself. He'll be chipped up across the 45, so he does gain a couple of yards, but it's still going to bring up a fourth and 11. Yeah, pressure from the right-hand side, uh, 73 again, Ellison. All three or three of the four plays, he's met, uh, three of the three plays, he's made big, big uh, effort, caused them to scramble to the left and nothing open, and good job by the Boonville, very quick on defense they are. Bowles was able to pick up the rusher, but there was more than just one coming to the house, so he had to do what he could, but just you know he needed two or three of them as deep back to receive this punt will be Johns as Taylor will have a side-winding kick to the far side. It'll bounce at the 40 at the 35, still bouncing in favor of Southern Boone as it'll trickle down inside the 15. Looks like it'll be down at about the 11-yard line, so great punt there. Yeah, great directional punt away from the return man. Did a good job. Good job on the snap. The ball was low and hit the ground, so good job by the punter there to collect the ball, and nice kick and good roll. Taking a look at the starters, we'll... Do the starting offense real quick for Southern Boone. Of course, Austin Evans, the 5'11", 160-pound junior quarterback. In the backfield will be senior Jacob Bowles. They'll have Chase Morris, the junior, Kellen Ash, the junior, Ben Taylor, the senior, and James Bassnett, the juniors. All is their wide receiving core. And then senior Aiden Boyce, uh, Dylan Niles, the junior, Justin Post, the senior, Aiden Young, the sophomore, and Jonah Wall, the junior, on the starting line for Southern Boone as we'll get the defense here in just a little bit as Booneville will start on their own 11-yard line. They'll send Troost in motion here. The near side look to do a screen. Quarterback will keep it up himself. He'll be near first down. That's Colby Canton carrying it right there. Yeah, they emptied the backfield there. And, of course, whenever you send Troost in motion, you have to keep an eye on him. And they 
kind of faked the screen to the right, and quarterback keeper called all the way. And not a big quarterback, but a tough son of a gun. He he really carries his team very, very well. He's a tough runner, makes really good decisions. He's got the ability to break things on it with his feet, and he's also got a pretty good arm too. So we definitely got to watch both pass and the run from this quarterback. Colby Canton, 5'765 pound senior, is a returner from last year as well. He'll have two receivers down here on the near side, one up top as they'll flip it off to Truce. He's trying to be patient. He'll be across the 20 before he's tackled there, right at about the first down marker, but I think he's got enough to send him. Yep, they'll say a new set of downs. Yeah, not much uh, there that time. Good job by the defense. Uh, it's good to see Inslee back after he got hurt last weekend. He good job filling. Good job uh, by uh, Noah Rice to come down the line. Um, he's definitely got his man outsized by about 100-plus pounds, so that will be a good battle to watch between him and the center. And uh, if he can have a big game, that will certainly help matters for the Eagles defense. So one receiver up top, three down here on the bottom. Again, they go left to right as Canton will be in shotgun. Look near side, quick pass off to Truce. Makes one man miss. He's got five yards, still pushing those legs forward. He'll fall forward near the 30, so he'll pick up almost eight yards himself there. Yeah, it's a 6'1 and 185. He's a pretty good size back. He runs strong with the ball, and you can see um, they'd like to get him the ball pretty quickly so he has a chance to do something with the ball. So good quick pass to the screen out to the right that time. He might have got shaken up a little bit on that play, though, as he comes out, takes off his helmet, and looked like he had a little bit of a grimace as he was coming off. So now we're going to have some wholesale substitutions. So that'll bring up a second and short. I think that's maybe what it is as they're bringing in a new offensive package because he is out here for the moment as they'll take the quarterback keeper straight up the middle. This pile still pushing. Looks like it'll be about a two-and-a-half, three-yard gain. It'll move the chains. Yeah, that time they brought in a backup quarterback, and they spread out, and uh, they liked that quarterback to run the ball. So he just kept it one straight up, and good job of the offensive line getting some holes and got three yards for a first down. That was Jackson John stepping in at quarterback. Looks like they bring in their starting offense once again with this new set of downs as a bunch over on the far side faking the pitch off, running this way. They'll get the pass off as Canton has it to his receiver. He's going to fight forward for about 11 yards catching that pass is Blake Griffin, so he moves the chains there. Yeah, just like you draw up, you, you fake the play action to the left and roll your quarterback out to the right. The defensive end was unblocked and put some pressure on and dump it right over his head to their fullback or a sniffer back in that case. And nice looking play. They had the pressure, but like you said, you got to commit. We've seen that work in favor of Southern Boone before as ball will be on the turf and quarterback is just going to have to eat it as Colby Canton is taken down in the backfield. Taylor gets off the pile. Taylor Mange also in there. Is that uh, Noah Rice as yeah, well? Yeah, there's three of them in there. Uh, fantastic pressure by the defensive line that time, and the linebacker, uh, low snap, slowed everything down. They had, they were pulling some linemen to, from the right to the left, and with that slow snap, that gave them the opportunity to kind of come through untouched and nice big loss. So this will bring up a second and long for Boonville. They'll send a receiver in motion, far side, Canton dropping back. There's some pressure. Jennings has it. They're going to flip it off, though. Got a little screen pass to the receiver. He's going to be taken down for a loss there. That is Cooper Pfeiffer, so he takes a big loss. That was Canton running for his life. Jennings there just about had another sack. Yeah, fantastic pressure there. Coach Garris called Jennings on the blitz that time. Um, he, if 
he wasn't there. There were two other Eagles that were all in, in his face. They dumped it off to the running back, and again, great pursuit by the linebackers to uh, cause another seven, eight-yard loss. So to bring up a third and 24 now for Boonville as they're going the wrong direction. They've got to get to the 46-yard line of Southern Boone as Canton will roll here to the near side looking downfield. He's going to stop, get his receiver for a short gain. He'll be shoestring tackled as making that catch on the play is Ethan Watson, but nice shoestring tackle there to keep him well short of the original Line of scrimmage even. And even Salter. for that great tackle, great job of secondary being all over the wide receivers. Uh, plenty of time for the quarterback as he was, was rolling out to his right. And uh, good job of the defense there covering everybody. And nice job. Nice, nice uh, defensive drive there. So fourth and 16 here as Troost will be in shotgun formation. Morris is back to receive the punt. There's going to be... Kind of a side-winding kick. He'll take it at about his 27, and he's going to be lit up right there. He bounces right back up, but he caught that, and immediately Ethan Watson, the senior, just lays into him and puts him down on that turf. Yeah, they had Johnson that time as the punter. And nice kick. Good job fielding it by Morris, but uh, excellent, excellent down the field coverage by the Boonville Pirates that time. So each team having a possession, each team having a punt. Uh, defense, again, looking pretty sharp there for Southern Boone. Being able to get the ball back, they'll start at their own 33-yard line. So they've got their work cut out for them here. Again, going right to left on your Show Me Sports Network app or media center. However you're listening, we're glad you're tuned in to catch the broadcast here tonight. Yeah, Johns is it's kind of like their Swiss Army knife. He does a little bit of everything. He can run the ball. He can catch it he can punt he he basically is the jack of all trades he can deliver a big hit too yeah, yeah, we've seen do, earlier yeah he can he can do a lot so um but so far we have not seen truce since he came off the field with his helmet off yeah i realized that after i said that that there was too much other things going on that he wasn't out there to punt and i i don't see he's not on he's... the field right now he's next to the coach uh he's got his helmet off but he doesn't He's not being intended to by anybody. Well, he came out kind of grimacing, really. Yeah. You could tell he was in a little bit of discomfort, whatever that was that was giving him discomfort. Had some discomfort, and he's not, I uh, think maybe he's only been out there for one place since then. So so basically we have a defensive battle going on when we thought we'd have an offensive shootout. So shotgun again for Evans, two receivers up top. Well, We'll see if we get a free five yards. It sure looked like it from here that yep. that was a stone wall there, those white jerseys with the red numerals, the red pants, and that will be the call. Defense jumps into the neutral zone, so now it'll be first and five for Southern Moon there. Southern Moon, of course, said wearing their white jerseys, the blue jerseys with the white pants, the white numerals for Boonville. So first and five now as they'll give the handoff. Cutting through the middle, that is Bowles. He'll have uh, about four yards there. Yeah, that time pulled the right guard, right uh, tackle to the left. A good job of kicking out the end and coming inside. Uh, running back uh, followed his inside. Looked like he had a little bit of a hole to the outside maybe. Hopefully the coaches can get that correct at that time. But that was a nice job at the offensive line. Did a good job of making a couple ni- nice big blocks and holes. So one receiver down low, two up top. It'll be second and one. As Bowles still in the backfield in the left hip pocket of Evans, they'll give it to him. He actually keep it himself, and a brick wall ran into, led by several Boonville players. One of those 
being Braylon Ellison, the freshman. Yeah, that time there we, we, we left the right end unblocked. We tried to pull a, a tackle from right to left, but he could not get, get to the to guy in time, and he blew the play up. So, again, this defense is very, very quick. Two receivers far side. We'll have a wing here on the near side as Evans trying to pick up the first first down of the ball game for his squad now. On the other side, that'll be Ash. They send him in motion, fake the handoff. He's dropping back, has some pressure. He's going to roll to the far side. Still has pressure. He's going to have to tuck it, trying to get the corner. He will do so. He'll step out of bounds as he picks up enough for the chain mover, and there's a flag for a late hit as he was out of bounds and was yeah. shoved down. Great effort there by the by Evans. Uh, the quarterback got some pressure from the our left side this time, and he out-scrambled out, ran around the older Ellison brother. Did a good job getting the first down, and certainly some lack of discipline by the Pirates there. It gives us an extra 15 yards, so nice play, everybody. Here the student section for Southern Boone that's made its way here to the game and <laughs> changing. You can't do that. Always can count on them to bring the excitement to the game as neither team scored 428 and counting here as they wind the clock. As two receivers near side will have a wing on the top. Again, there's going to be off, or encroachment rather on, should be encroachment, as the hard count Evans kind of changing it up and drawing the defense off there. Doing a nice job changing up the snap count. That's something that a lot of young inexperienced quarterbacks don't do, but he's done that a couple times this season already, so very, very important. That slows down the defense, especially this really quick. If you look at their defensive line, they're not very big, but they are quick. You know, for him being a first-year starter, I've been just impressed, to say the least, with his ability to navigate the offense and to lead it. And so I have two receivers down low. They'll give the handoff straight up the middle as the ball carrier. We'll see. I believe that's Bowles with it. So he'll pick up maybe a half yard if, if he's lucky. That try is Bowles. To, yeah, tried to run some power up the middle, but uh, their defensive tackle did a good job. No, Noseguard did a good job of shaking the blocking and making a great tackle. So good job by the – again, this defensive line is really, really quick. Well, he did a good job, too, keeping two hands on that ball as uh, he has fumbled it uh, this year. So doing a nice job trying to keep that. That was something they were working on quite a bit with him to make sure he has good ball security. So they're going to pass a little quick pass off here to Morris. He's not going to be able to shed the tackler. and He'll be taken down. He'll lose a yard as he was trying to get away, doing everything possible, but just could not get out of the grasp. Just a quick pass to the left. Uh, Chase has done a great job this year, being able to break that first tackle, but uh, their quarterback, also a defensive back, did a good job. Again, this guy's tough as nails. He's a really, really good, tough son of a guy, the type of player that people love to play with. So Logan Bishop has checked in now as Bowles checks out. You hear... On this third down, it's third and seven, clock rolling, 3-11 left here in this opening quarter. Crowd starting to get a little vocal, and student section also doing that as twins on either side. As Evans drops back, quick pass off over the head of his receiver. He was looking for Bishop, just overthrew him too much. That was the perfect play call that time. They, they brought the house. They had uh, at least six people coming. Good job. Good play call, just a little tall for uh, for our young, short running back, wide receiver. He's listed at 5'7", and I think if he was about 5'9", I think he'd have been good to go on that. But just over his head, clock stopped, 2.59 here in this opening period. Both teams having an opening drive, both teams punting. 
So this is the second possession for Southern Boone, third of the game, as five on the play clock. And we're going to have a timeout called as Southern Boone's got to burn a timeout. As time was winding down, they did not get set. They were, I think, maybe going to do a pooch kick there. But either way, they'll take the timeout. We'll take a quick break and be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers with some of the most advanced technologies on the market. Anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, a veteran-owned business. Well, timeout called there by Southern Boone as clock stopped, 2.59 left in this first quarter as they will have five wide receivers, uh, wide receivers here as Evans and trying to get them to draw off sides, fourth and seven. Ball on the 37-yard line. They will drop back. He'll just do a little pooch kick as that's going to take a bounce and go into the end zone trying to save it was one of the gunners. Boy, I have to say, this season we've seen a whole lot of bounces in favor of Southern Boone. That one no different, but that one hurt him. Not tonight, but uh, not a bad kick. Um, What happens in in the pooch kick, the quarterback, like like we've seen for the last couple years, especially when we have a quarterback who can run with his legs. They have plenty of time in the play clock, so he looks over at the coaching staff. The coaching staff says whether or not to go for it or not. And at that time, he executed a pretty good pooch kick. It landed right where we wanted to, but it did not stop. And that's been, you know, we've seen the Eagles benefit from some great bounces and, and continue on like that. But unfortunately, in that case, just took several too many so that'll set up ball on the 20-yard line for Boonville as they're going to try a little screen pass. They'll dump it off to the far side with it as making the grab is Johns. Johns, and he is off to the race as Jackson Johns, the 6'3", 185-pound senior, takes it to the 44-yard line. So 24-yard gain there on just a little screen pass. Nothing fancy there. Yeah, Boonville just spread, spread you out that time. They, they faked the ball to the wide side of the field to the right. They fake it and throw it back to the back, and he's just got two good blockers um, in front of him and did a good job of breaking it. And, again, Johns is a nice, solid player. He does a lot of things right. So trips down low, one up top, as Canton will get the uh, shotgun snap. He'll give it off to Rhodes Leonard, the junior. He'll carry it. They'll say he got to the 45, so a one-yard gain. Yeah, good job on the defense at that time. Uh, just a straight dive up the middle. Defensive line did a good job, just like we were – talking about earlier the, they are they are a little bit bigger than the uh, smaller offensive line for the pirates and did a good job of plug plugging the holes clock nearing two minutes to go here in this opening quarter and either team has broken onto the scoreboard yet can't no roll to the near side he tucks it under his arm now he's looking to throw it now he'll tuck it again as he's got the corner across the 50 the 40 there's a flag down 30 he cuts inside across the 20 he'll be taken down at the 15 but there is some laundry on the field back at the 45 yard line so we'll check to see what the call is. Yeah, that time the Eagles only rushed three, had eight back in coverage, and that's what we 
And what we saw at that time is the quarterback made a good decision. He could run it. Eight people back covering four people. Everyone was well covered. He made a good decision. He's got some he's got some good speed there. He's got some good wheels. You're got right about that. some good wheels, but like I said, it uh, looks like we had a holding call. Yeah, holding call flag down at the 40. Oh, on the defense, though. Oh, so check that. So flag will be declined. But that play there shows why that number three is could you could argue he's more important to the success of the offense than number eleven because he's able to do run and ball and he or run and throw the ball. He can also catch it. He has one reception for yeah. four yards, and from, that was a touchdown. Yeah, from number eleven, <laughs> That's if I recall. Right. Yeah, they're a good one-two combo. Yeah. I when I saw that on the stats, I laughed a little bit because normally you don't see your quarterback, your starting quarterback, catch a pass, let alone for a touchdown, but. That's why they're out here. They have some good deceptive things put together that work. So they will have it now first and 10 as ball will be spotted at the 16-yard line. Canton will be in shotgun. He'll have some receivers down low. He's going to keep it himself, take it straight up the gut on a dive, and he'll pick up a couple yards. They say maybe three on the play and bring up second down. Yeah, good job by Dylan Niles. He fired off the ball really quickly, got inside, forced the run inside, and Noah did a great job. Noah Rice did a good job inside plugging that up. Again, he's got a good 100 yard, hundred plus pounds on his guy right lining up across from him. So they'll have trips down low. They'll position the back over there. That's Leonard as Canton will be in shotgun. Now they'll send Troost in motion. They'll give it. That's Johns rather on the end around. He's going to scamper in there breaking tackles. He's going to be in for the 14-yard touchdown run. Yeah, motion from the left with the wide receiver running a jet sweep to Johns, and he did a good job. He was patient. He waited for the hole to open, and when he once the hole opened up, he attacked it hard. So, again, nice, solid uh, player. Fun to watch. Yeah, so it goes as a 14-yard touchdown run by Johns. They will try the uh, PAT, I believe. Is that number six kicking it? That is Ross Brackman, the junior. Snap is down. Kick is up. Kick is blocked as the uh, PAT is no good. Great job by Chase Morris that got in there and blocked it. Yep, so got good in there. Job. Just shot through the middle and is able to knock it down. We're going to take a quick break as Boonville scores first. They lead 6 to nothing. Take a quick break and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Moon County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading, professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop. Hail Southern Boone trails by a score of six to nothing. As they will get the kickoff here, but trail. VAT was missed. They will have it teed up. Do the Pirates and another short kick. That's going to take a bounce, and it will be down by Evans. That one was real close to maybe going out of bounds, but that ball is odd-shaped, does funny things. Yeah, you made the right decision there. You never know what's going to happen with that ball. He could easily bounce in, and it's a live ball. So he made a good decision. He got it, and did a good job of getting 
kit down as well too. Again, just a 15 yard or so, 20 yard kick. This is what we expect them again all day. So as long as we make good decisions and take care of the ball, we should have good field position every time after a kickoff. So Southern Boone will start at the 39 yard line as they'll pitch it off to the far side. That's Bishop. Nice job to pick up five or six yards there from a player that we haven't seen a whole lot of. Yeah, that looked like more of an option sweep that time, and Evans did a good job of holding on to the ball to the to the end until uh, someone committed and pitched it right at the right time, and good, tough, hard run. And we said carry the ball there, Logan Bishop. He is a 5'7", 150-pound sophomore, so nice job of him. He still stays out there as... Evans will be in shotgun. Three receivers here on the near side, one on the far side. They'll realign Bishop. Almost the same play. He'll keep it himself, does Evans. He'll be taken down near midfield, close to that first down marker. Looks like from here he's on it. They'll say that's a new set of downs. Yeah, good job by the quarterback. He saw the we had our uh, right side pulled to the left and did a good job picking the block, and he, and he hit the hole hard right up the middle. So good job by Justin Post and Dylan Isles there to, to, get, a, to get the hole needed. Clock continuing to roll here, and that will take us to the end of the first quarter. After one quarter of play, it is Boonville 6, Southern Boone nothing. We'll take a quick break and be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled, offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your last line of defense. Attention Eagles fans, here's your chance to help the student athletes of Southern Boone County by becoming a member of the Southern Boone Booster Club. Your gifts help provide all Southern Boone County athletes with a safe and positive experience while attending our school district and also help purchase items that our sports team couldn't otherwise afford. You can join the Southern Boone Booster Club this season for as little as $25. Membership is open to everyone. Interested in joining? Look them up on Facebook by searching Southern Boone Booster Club or email them at sbcathleticboosters at gmail.com. Let's go Eagles! Well, we'll switch into the field here as Southern Boone has a new set of downs. Ball spotted on the 50-yard line. Morris will go in motion to the far side. They'll give it off to Bowles. Cuts back inside. He's got five yards before he's tripped up there. They'll give him six. Nice, nice good running play by Bowles that time. He pulled uh, right tackle, right guard from right to left. They did a great job of getting a good push on their blockers. And Bowles did a fantastic job of hitting up that hole hard. Kept both hands on the ball and did a really good job of getting a good six-yard gain. Yeah, cut inside and definitely helped out his own cause there as it'll bring up a second and four now. Clock rolling 11-28 left here in this first half as he'll give it back to Bowles again straight up the middle. He's got second wave through, and he'll pick up uh, just across the 40. Should move the chains again. They say that that is a chain mover. Yeah, second play in the road. Noah Wall pulled from his right guard spot. Um, did a Great job, got the pull nice and quick, got a good block and nice, good, hard run again. So good good job by the offensive line. So again, new set of downs here for Southern Boone. So I have two receivers here on the near side. They'll have a wing up top. 
As they'll split off bowls, he'll go here to the near side. Evans throws it off to him. He's got it across the 40, makes one man miss across the 30, trying to drag the play out and does so. He'll pick up about 13, 14 yards. Well, that was a good-looking play right there. Yeah, great really good play that time. Bowles went in motion from his running back spot, leaving an empty backfield. Nice quick throw to him, and he did a great job of busting through a, a pirate sandwich and did a good job there. Again, carrying that ball, putting a couple of hands on it. Seems that's something that uh, they've they put quite a bit of emphasis on. Uh, yeah, it definitely looks like he's a little more emphasis on both hands of the ball. So he'll be moved in the left hip pocket of Evans. He'll fake the handoff. He'll keep it himself. Does Evans. He's going to be tripped up down near the 20. Boy, if he didn't get tripped up there, I think he would have been close to a first down. Yeah, the same play we ran earlier. Pole General Wolf on the right to the left. He did a good job getting into to the, to the ball or to the hole quickly. Uh, good job by the offensive line. We're, we're seeing some different offensive linemen this week that are playing playing very well. Uh, looks like Young's taking the night off of the offensive line. We've got 79. Owen Folk has been really good at the right tackle, and that's allowed Jonah Wall to, co- to come in to give uh, Mr. Young a little break so he can be fresher on defense. They'll hand it off to Bowles again. He starts outside, cuts it back in. Short yardage there. He will be close down to the chains, but he will not have enough. It will bring up a third down here. Yeah, the theme of this drive is let's pull Jonah Wall from right to the left. <laughs> I think that's happened on every single play, and he's done a really good job of getting to the hole and getting to a linebacker, and that's one of the hardest things to do for a pulling guard. He has definitely showed some speed there and some agility, like you said. He has had a busy night so far, and I look for him to have a busy night as it continues. But it'll bring up a third and two clock under nine and a half to go here before halftime. As uh, we'll have split backs, now they put them more in a traditional format. As they'll give it off straight up the middle is Bowles, and they'll say he's going to be awful close. Uh, they're barking short. There's hard-nosed football there. Basically have a wing back and a sniffer back right behind the tackle, and this power football right off the left-hand side and uh, did not get enough that time. Good job by the Booneville uh, defensive line including uh, number 55, did a really good job of stuffing the hole. That is Gage Hodges, like junior. So it'll bring up a fourth and less than one here. Clock at 840 and counting. Boonville leading six to nothing as they'll try the fullback house again. Look who's in it, fullback at Stimperback there, 330 pounds of him. That's right. They give it off, working the far side, breaking through the tackle, getting the first down. Nice job of... Moving the chains there, carrying that is Bowles. The yeah, something we haven't seen this year. Noah Rice, our yeah. defensive lineman, <laughs> Six, one, sophomore, 330 pounds, was lined up as a as a wingback, fullback, sniffer-back, when I call it, and he pancaked his guy to the outside. Bowles did a fantastic job hitting the hole hard, right where the hole is, so I like that play. Yeah, they might have to go back to that a few more times. So it'll bring up a new set of downs here, ball on the 14-yard line, as Bowles will be in the backfield. They'll do a double, oh. trying to do a... Judge that reverse. Yeah, that trying to do a reverse, and that just blew up in the backfield. Yeah. I thought the ball was on the turf, but it was not. believe that was Ash that it was handed to. He loses yards, but he kept the football. So far what we've seen by the, the defense of Boonville is they're, they're quick and aggressive, but they're not over-aggressive. And it takes a little time for that reverse to set up that time, and that time we did not... Off the line did not hold their blocks long enough to get 
the back across the line of scrimmage. So they'll load up receivers down here on the bottom side. They'll fake the handoff to Bowles, rolling to the near side as Evans. He'll stop, look for the corner, throw it up for Morris. It's going to be off everybody's hands. Double team coverage over there. It's knocked out of bounds. Yeah, did a good job rolling to the right. Had plenty of time, got his feet set. Had him open for a moment, but double coverage by the Boonville. They did a really fine job. Uh, Boonville's one of the rare teams that we'll see this week that will play a safety back. We don't see a lot of, you know, cover one, what we normally would see. We see when we spread things out, everyone's lined up man-on-man without a safety, but they do run a lot of safeties. You know, that was a really good thrown ball, though, I will admit. That was about as good as... Where yep. it needed to be, but great defensive coverage. So spread it out, five wide receivers as Evans is going to have to tuck it himself. Cut upside. Now the ball is going to be on the turf, and we'll see who recovers it as I think Boonville might have got it. That's the rare time uh, Boonville did not blitz anybody, just rushed four. Did a good offensive line, did a good job of keeping their blocks, maintaining their blocks. Evans uh, did the right decision in running it. Got to watch out from the defense from behind. Yeah, somebody poked it out. He was... Uh, Separated from that football, but the Eagles did recover it. So it'll bring up a fourth down here. So it'll bring up fourth and long. It's fourth and 17 at the 21-yard line. Six and a half minutes to go here in this first half. Again, Boonville leading my score is six to nothing. Despite coughing up that ball, I agree that was the right decision by Evans as they'll have five wide receivers. They'll send one in motion. They fake the handoff to Bishop, rolling near side is Evans. He's looking for the corner, has his receiver, caught a touchdown! What a beautiful, beautiful play by the quarterback. Great offensive line play. Boomville again, did not blitz it, but they played more prevent, it looked like to me. They only sent four. Our five offensive linemen did a fantastic job blocking those. Evans kind of felt the play was going to the right, so he Went to the right, again left-handed. He did a good job at getting his shoulders turned, feet planted, and threw a beautiful strike to a wide-open wide receiver. Yeah, that was uh, Mr. Ev- or Mr. Morris, rather, for Evans to Morris, as coming on to try the PAT is Salter. Snap is high, but places down, kick is up, and kick is good, and Southern Boone takes the lead at a score of 7-6. to six. We'll take a quick break and be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Moon County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Carty can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcarty.avonrepresentative.com. Dot com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carty. Well, the Eagles have their first lead of the game. That comes by way of a 22-yard touchdown pass. Nice job by the offense to come back. Great job by the offensive line. The entire drive is a good 60-yard drive. They did a good job blocking, good job pulling, good job knowing their assignments. And Evans made, again, a really good decision to win the roll. Did a good job of getting his feet set and getting his shoulders turned because, again, 
He's a left-handed quarterback, moving to the right. That's a very challenging throw to make, and he made a beautiful throw to the back corner of the end zone to a wide-open Chase Morris. Well, that too, as you said, wide open, but he had to tightrope, make sure he got those feet down in bounds, and does so. And Salter puts the PAT through. That caps a 13-play, 61-yard drive. So that comes with 6.13 left to go in this first half. Puts Southern Boone ahead by a score of 7-6. to six. And Salter will tee it up here. Southern Boone, first time they've had a lead here tonight. As he will approach the ball. There's going to be a little pooch kick and whistles and a flag, so... Yeah, offsides, Mr. Man- or Michaela Manuel, uh, first time he's been able to play this year. He's been hurt, and he's just a little bit excited to get out there. He's a good hitter. He was a good a good foot or so over the line, so got to calm down that eagerness. Though. But he's a fantastic player to have back. He's uh, new to the school this year. He's a great tackler. He hits, he hits the ball pretty well, and he also has a good chance to be a, a, running, a good running back for us as well. That's one of those two that uh, I could take. I'll take that penalty. No, uh, you know, I'm not going to lose too much sleep over that. Like you said, he's just, you know, excited to be out there. First time that he's got to play this season, so excited to be out on the field. And, uh, you know, we like to see that. We like to see that aggressiveness. So Salter will tee it up again. Another little squib kick. It's going to be off one of the Upmen still on the turf, and it'll be covered up at the 40. And a little shoving and pushing after the play there. Both sides guilty of that. Yeah, both sides. Uh... Good job by who's 21. Who is that? I should know that. Travers, hold on. The sophomore did a good job of getting his other player to calm down, and and that easily could have been a, a penalty for so. But, uh, again, that ball bounces so odd. It re- bounced up the, off the ground. It hit his face mask and was could have been anyone's uh, ball there. But Most importantly, we, uh, we held the return to very, very little there. Give up a few yards on the place, but that's okay. You – Pretty much take out any chance of a return game as Boonville will set up shop at their own 40-yard line. Canton will be in shotgun. He'll have four wide receivers, one up top, three down low. He'll keep it himself on the end around as he's making guys miss. He's across the 45 before he's up into there. Taylor in on the tackle. Also McKee in there to bring him down. Yeah, we're in our 3-4 defense. It's been our basic defense for the last couple weeks, and that time we, we blitz from the left side, Jennings from the left side, but and they called the play opposite. So good, unfortunate play call by the Pirates for the Eagles and a good, tough run again. The quarterback, you know, he, he's fun to watch when he runs with the ball. He runs tough and strong. So second and four now as they'll give a shotgun snap. He'll roll to the near side. He's looking to throw, got the throw off. Wide receiver Johns is open. He's going to be at the 20. The 10 streaking towards the corner. They will say he is in there for the touchdown. It goes as a 54-yard touchdown pass. Great play call by the Boonville head coach there. They've ran the quarterback a couple times very successfully. So this time he he really sold it really quick, ran about three, four yards up, then stopped, threw it to a wide-open Johns who had a good five yards on the defense, and he had to wait on the ball a little bit, but good job, good concentration by Johns, and did a good job again to the end zone. So a two-play, 60-yard drive capped off by a 54-yard touchdown. Looks like they are going to go for two here, at least trying to draw the defense 
Offsides is Caton. So now they will get set. He'll keep it himself, trying to work the near side. He's going to be hogtied and thrown down. Nowhere for him to go with it. Two-point conversion fails as getting him around the waist, throwing him back. That was Inslee, the freshman. Fantastic job. He was unblocked. He, he held tight. They unblock you, hoping that you're going to bite hard to the inside. And he kept his spot. He did a great job of staying where he needed to be and did a fantastic tackle. And you know, picked hey, football, him up and slammed it to the ground. Yeah, football doesn't work out for him. I think that uh, he ought to look into maybe being a uh, steer wrestler because he grabbed on and did not let go. So the two-point conversion fails. So the lead does go back to the Pirates. And we still haven't seen Trostiat. He still got his helmet off. He has not been on the field since he came off. Uh, but he'll still be able to play very, very well. So it shows you that they have more than just him. So, But we always like to, to watch the, the best play. So I, I'm hoping that he's able to come back and play. I always like to enjoy watching are really good talented Missouri high school talent. Yeah, he's you know, he's moving around down there. Looks like he's moving okay, so not sure what the issue is, and we don't want to speculate on anything, but like I said, when he came out he was definitely in uh in some discomfort to say the least, and he has not made his way back, as you were saying, onto the field yet. So Boonville again will tee it up. They lead 12-7, another short kick, as that's going to be taken by Jennings as he will fall on it. Good job there. Got through the first wave of Southern Boone, so doing a nice job of just falling on it right there. Yeah, the last two kickoffs, they've uh, they've tried to get it more downfield. The first one, they tried a pure onside kick just 10 yards downfield. Good job. The coaches have obviously stressed, cover the ball, get on the ground. We don't care. We'll take the ball at that 40-yard line, 35-yard line. We want to make sure we maintain possession. So good coaching. Players are responding well. They're getting the ball and getting down to the ground. So it'll be ball on the 37-yard line for Southern Boone as Evans will be in shotgun. He'll move Bowles to his right hip pocket, and he'll give it off to him, trying to work the far side, still pushing the pile as he's going to pick up uh, about six yards there, not bad on the first down. Some textbook offensive line blocking that time. Dylan Niles from his left guard position pulled quick out and kicked out the defensive end. That allows the left tackle to go downfield. And uh, Boyce, Aiden Boyce, did a fantastic job of getting downfield and getting to a linebacker. So nice, good, solid textbook offensive line play there. Bowles coming in the game averaging 4.6 yards a carry. I think he's bumping his average up as now it'll be empty backfield as they'll throw a little swing pass over to him. He's going to be across the 50, hurdles forward. He'll pick up about seven and more yards there as he falls forward. He'll move the chains. Yeah, just take the Bulls in motion to the right, and that time they, they pulled the right side to the left to kind of get the linebackers a little misdirection there. And Nice, good, quick, easy pass, and good job catching the ball and getting up field. So nice design play. Yeah, nothing fancy about it, but it's effective. Sometimes that's all that it takes as Bishop will check back into the ball game as they'll have four wide receivers now they'll run the play the other direction as bishop will get it gets the corner's got five yards across the 40 working the sideline down the 30 before he shoved out of bounds he'll pick up close to 20 yards himself you're exactly right same play to left with a different running back so uh he's certainly a little quicker once he gets the ball in that time a good pass a little bit lower 
So Evans did a good job of understanding which wide receiver he was throwing the ball to that time. The ball will be spotted on the 28-yard line. Again, nice job to catch that turn up field. He got the corner. Been very impressed with Bishop here. He's had several carries this season, but looking well tonight. As we have whistles, Boonville has to call a timeout. They had 11 on the field, so not sure why they called a timeout. We'll take a quick break and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! Well, a timeout called there by the Pirates as they had enough guys on the field, but I guess they didn't like what uh, what Southern Boone was drawing up there. Probably a good timeout by Boonville. To, uh, they want to make sure they can try to slow down the Eagles here. Eagles are having a good drive, good blocking by the linemen, great passing by, by Evans, good job by the receivers, the running backs taking care of the ball. So probably not a bad call to kind of try to slow things down and regroup. 4.13 on the clock here left in this first half. Again, the Pirates lead by a score of 12-7 to as they'll give it to Bowles, actually keeping it as Evans makes one man miss, trying to get the corner. He will be sandwiched there after he gains a couple. Pretty fortunate to get what we gained that time. That time the Pirates showed their quickness, uh, did a good job getting pressure, slowing down everybody. The looked like we are trying to do more of a handoff that time, but uh, it was blown up pretty quickly. He didn't have any room to hand the ball off. So to bring up a second and eight clock under 3.50 to go. Again, a 12-7 to score in favor of the Pirates. As they'll break the huddle here with twin receivers on either side. Bowles will be in the backfield about two yards behind Evans, who's in shotgun. Now he'll put him in his right hip pocket. He'll roll to the near side. They'll pitch it off to him. He's across the 30. He's going to be taken down at the 25, so he'll only get a gain of three yards. Yeah, quick pitch to the right that time. Dylan Isles pulled from left to the right to, to hook. He did a fantastic job hooking the end. That just left Bowles one-on-one with the undersized linebacker, and the Pirates linebacker did a fantastic job of wrapping him up and bringing him to the ground. So we'll bring up a third down now. It'll be third and six clock. Under three minutes to go. They'll have receivers up top, one down low, twins up top, as they'll fake the handoff to, or give it to Bowles, rather. He'll be taken down just across the 25, so really, well, they say gained a yard on the play. Yeah, the Pirates defensive line is really stepping up the last couple plays. They did a really good job of getting good penetration. That time we tempted the pull, Dylan, from from his left guard out to the left to to get the in and pulled the right side guard, uh, Noah, Jonah Wall, actually, from right to left, but uh, good job by the Boonville defense. They just got in there and slowed things down. So that'll bring up fourth and six ball at the 24-yard line. Twin receivers either way. Evans will get the shotgun snap. He's looking far side. He's going to throw it over there. Has his receiver at the sticks. And they'll say that is going to be a first down as that was Morris. He knew the assignment there. Yeah, beautiful play called. Boonville only rushed four. 
keep in mind they, they blitz about 79, 80% of the time. That time they only sent four. Great job of the offensive line. Did a good job giving Evans plenty of time to do a standard to drop back pocket. And he did a fantastic job of throwing a strike right to the receiver. So great job. So ball will be spotted at the 16-yard line. Evans will get the snap, dropping back. Now he's going to step up in the pocket. He'll tuck it and roll here to the near side. He's across the 15. He's at the 10. Angle in. He'll slide out of bounds with a little shove. A little help getting out, and he'll be down near the 5. Yeah, again, Boonville only rushed forward. Good job by the offensive line to keep in their lanes. And a great job, Evans, to step up into the pocket, realizing he had some space to run. Did a good job, and we can see what he can do with his feet. And he made the first uh, tackler miss, and nice gain. Well, he slides out at the five-yard line. Clock stopped a minute, 44 left here in this first half. Again, a 12-7 Boonville score. As one receiver up top, one down low. As they'll give it to Bowles, he's going to be cut down. He'll lose yardage there. Yeah, that time they stopped. Only seven four, they said six. And did a good job of getting penetration. The older Ellison did a good job getting in there to uh, make a tackle. Now, if you notice, we have not called his name for a while, and that's because the offensive line has been doing a very good job on him and the rest of the defensive line. So clock continuing to roll. I think they're going to have him reset it as the Boonville coaching staff looking angrily up here at the press box. They might be looking at you. I don't know. I, but, you uh, know, my voice might travel that far. I don't know. But yeah. I think I think they're uh, having him reset the clock here. It says a minute 36. Well, a good chess match we have going on right now with the coaches. We'll see what uh, the Coach Ross has dialed up this time. Full backfield, two tight ends. So they say it should be 1.30 on the clock. So a minute and a half. One tight end. They are going to bring the full back house again. They've got a running back on either side of Evans. Now they'll split one up on the far side. As he'll keep it himself across the five, he'll be tripped up there. Maybe he'll get to the four and three-quarter yard mark. Yeah, it's the same kind of formation we ran earlier on the goal line. You, you start out with the wing already, and you take one of your split backs. That time Jennings moved up to more of a sniffer back and fake bowls up, and then quarterback keeps it straight ahead. And uh, good job by the defensive line and linebackers plugging that hole. Yeah, they're just trying to kind of overload that side there you know just the numbers game trying to get an overmatch again they'll have split backs one on either side of Evans now they'll change the play now they really overload the far side Evans will keep it himself he's going to make one man miss trying to get to the corner make uh, will not make that guy miss he's going to lose yardage as he's going to be back near the 10 yard line slow to get up the guy he made miss was Ethan Watson he's a little slow to get up though well, anyway, what we had there was, the again, same overloading like you call it, same overloading, and tried to get this power of the quarterback. But that time, again, defensive line did a good job coming up, and their quarterback from the defensive back did a good job of wrapping up and make, getting the tackle down to the ground. So, hell of a player. Boonville is going to call a timeout here as clock stopped with 10 seconds left to go here in this first half as ball spotted at the 9-yard line. Well, kind of looking at my watch, surprise here. Versailles 6, Hallsville 2. Whoa. Hmm. A little bit of a nice, shock there. Nice. Good job, Tigers of Versailles. Yeah. Anyway. That well, comes from Max Preps, so I haven't verified it yet. Exactly, but they're usually yeah. pretty accurate. 
So here we go, fourth and goal from the nine. Um, what do you draw up here? I, I did see Salter in there, but, but he's, he didn't look like he was going to kick it, though. Yeah, I think they were going they for it. They were going for it, but Salter. So who knows what they're going to run here? I don't know what the heck to, to go here. I, I think the pass be my desire. Maybe, you know, the wide, to the wide side of the field, roll them out, roll them out to get away from there. Because I, I definitely think they're going to they're going to send at least five and not six. Because when they've only sent four, they have not had very good luck in stopping it. So I expect in the blitz. So now the chess match is what does Coach Ross call on the other side. Well, this is why I couldn't be a coach because I would call the same play every time. I do a fade route to the back pylon. You do like that play. I, I love that play. I it's think, been effective. I think it's going to roll out <laughs> to the right, the same play that's worked well for us a couple times this year, including the uh, going for two. So. I'm looking for something rolled out to the right to get away from some pass rush. We'll see if Mr. Ellison here on the left-hand side, their left-hand side, can keep well, the same. They'll send the wing in motion as Evans dropping back, looking near side. He's going to take it himself. He's looking, looking. He'll throw it. Have a touchdown as he hits Taylor for the nine-yard touchdown pass. Not quite how he drew up, but pretty doggone close. So I'm going to take credit for that. So anyway, <laughs> I'll give you credit. He, he dropped back. That's where I was wrong. He dropped back, <laughs> did a good job, just like previously. Line did a good job of keeping the lanes. He did a good job of stepping up, rolling out to the right. And it kind of reminds me of that play we saw Mahomes do last night where he was scrambling to the right, last minute through, dumped it off to wide receiver right in front of him, and did a good job all the way around. So good job offensive line, good play call by the coaches, good blocking by the offensive line, good sure-handed, good throw, good job getting his feet set. He could have. He probably could have ran it as well, but what we have seen this year is he'll he'll give the ball up. He's a good point guard like that. So Taylor gets a touchdown here. It's a nine-yard touchdown play, looks like. Delay. Yeah. Well, timeout. I have a timeout. I Before the delay. The clock was down to, down to zero. So, so there's two seconds left on the game clock. We'll just keep it right here as that touchdown goes as a 12-play, 63-yard drive. That comes with two seconds left before halftime. Trying to get to a three-point lead against a team that's not known to have a very good place kicker. Interesting interesting call by Coach Ross. We saw it last week. He's got some guts in him to go for twos, and yep. I think he's, you know, dialing it up again. And we talked about it. I talked. No uh, harm, really, right. to be honest with you. Right. No harm. You know, and, and that's, that's, what, that's what makes football – so beautiful is it is a chess match and it's outthinking your opponent and while every other situation i would say we should probably not go for two because we know salter is almost automatic he's got the leg he can do it just like you said boonville does not have a kicker and if you can punch in two more here they already had the one uh pat blocked and then they didn't get the two-point conversion so if you can have a chance to punch in two and spread that lead out a little bit. Again, chess match-wise, it makes for an interesting thing. So I think they are going to go for it here. And I love I love the decision here as they'll have twin receivers up right now. They'll send two more over there. So they're going to load up on the far side. Evans oh, will get the snap. <laughs> there were people running every which way with no ball in, I bet, in action. I think we're going to kick this one down because that's a legal formation false start. Could have been a legal formation, too. We had our right tackle was uncovered. But that happened a couple times last week, so I'm not sure. Yeah, That's now, why I need to spend 10 bucks to get that <laughs> rule book. Now they are going to come on to uh, try the PAT. It's a little bit of a longer PAT. 
You know what, though? Again, I, I like the thinking. I like the decision. Still two seconds left on the clock. You know, just some mental mistakes, something yeah, they can the, work on cleaning up. The trickery of the formation. We probably don't run that formation too often in practice. and So so Salter will come on to try the PAT. Snap is down. Kick is up. And it just oh. gets across. Boy, he got a little too much hook I on that. I was wondering if you had jinxed him or not there. But, uh, no, nice kick. Good job. Got the two-point lead with uh, – what, two seconds? Yep, two two seconds left on the got clock us. here. Got a pooch kick, squib kick coming up. Keep the ball on the ground. Keep it away from their return men. So they cap off a 63-yard drive. Score with just two seconds left in the first half of action. But just like we expected, a low-scoring defensive battle. So good job by the defenses that are doing a pretty good job at keeping the other team in check. That's Please don't fact check me on that. <laughs> that PAT makes it a 14-12 to 12 score in favor of Southern Boone. As we said, just two seconds left on the clock here. As we will most likely see, just because we haven't seen it, uh, we've, or rather we've seen it all game long, going to see probably a short, squiggly kick. Definitely with two seconds left. No need to do anything crazy. But I think the story of the first half is Mr. Truce still down on the sidelines. Has the helmet in hand, but he has not returned from early in the first quarter when he left the game. There's going to be a pooch kick. It's going to bounce at the 27, and the return man will have to take it at the 21. He'll be piled on there. That's almost, though, something they're going to have to look at. Hope they hope for Southern Moon they watch that and say, hey, no reason to barrel into the guy. Right, you can just yeah. touch him and say, okay, Perfect you're down. Perfect kick, very effective, about three to five yards from the sidelines. So the wide receiver, the return man, has to commit to taking the ball. And uh, unlike our team, who've been instructed to cover the ball and get to the ground, he tried to do something with it, which you don't blame him. Last play of the half. So uh, good job, good kick. And good first half for the Eagles. Good job by the offensive line. Did a good job of of controlling the defensive line for the most part. So we'll see what they have in store for the second half. So that takes us here to our halftime break. As Southern Boone leads by a score of 14-12. to 12 As they've got 20 minutes on the clock. So we'll have a little bit of an extended halftime here. As they, uh, uh, if you've never been to the football field here, it's a great field, a great, uh, it's a great venue to play at. But, there's a whole lot of stairs and quite a little bit of a distance that the players have to make their way to the locker room. So in the uh, pregame uh, warm-up and conversations, the officials said they would not start the clock until Southern Boone made it all the way to the top of the stairs and were headed into the locker room, of course, giving them the opportunity to have as much of that 20-minute clock as possible, which both teams I know greatly, greatly appreciate that, letting them have the uh, time they need here at halftime to talk and make some adjustments as the band also getting ready to come out and entertain us here at halftime. As we said, Southern Boone leading by a score of 14 to 12. We'll take a quick break and we'll be back and we'll have our halftime show as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. 
In today's world, injury prevention is at the top of everyone's list. However, heat-related occurrences get routinely overlooked. Zealous WBGT puts that front and center. By using cutting-edge formulas and technology, Zealous WBGT streamlines and simplifies obtaining and documenting wet bulb globe temperature readings. With a simple touch of a button, you can check WBGT anywhere in the world. Receiving alerts when the WBGT goes over the threshold you select. Join the stress-free way to protect student-athletes, employees, and overall operations from extreme heat by downloading the free Zealous WBGT app today. Save time, save money, save lives with Zealous WBGT. At the Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. We know that you're more than just a subscriber. You're an employer. You're a parent. You're a neighbor. Most importantly, you're a community member. It's our goal to provide you with the latest news, sports, opinions, obituaries, classifieds, and more to keep you informed about your community. To find out more about the Boone County Journal or to subscribe, call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com. The Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. Hello, Blake Gasaway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? Well, the band performing here at halftime is... A two-point lead in favor of Southern Boone as they lead by a score of 14-12. to 12. Mike's working hard on getting some of the other scores from area games. As, uh, there's some, some surprising scores, to say the least. As, uh, maybe a few surprised by our game. We, I actually am surprised by the score from the standpoint of I thought it would be a little higher. thought it would be more in the, uh, in the 20s range, but... That's uh, that's why we get out here and we play, to actually see how it's going to happen. As taking a look at your first-half scoring summary, well, there wasn't a lot of scoring, but it was uh, relatively even across the board as Boonville got on the board first on a 14-yard touchdown run by Jackson Johns, the senior. The uh, PAT was no good. That was a five-play, 80-yard drive. That came with 50 seconds left in the first quarter, first quarter. I gave Boonville a 6 to nothing lead. In Southern, Boone would answer about halfway through the second quarter on a 22-yard pass from Evans to Morris. Salter with the PAT, that was good. That was a 13-play, 61-yard drive. That came with 6-13 left to go in the first half. That put Southern Boone ahead by a score of 7-6. to Then Boonville would score, this time on a 54-yard touchdown pass from Caton to Johns. The uh, two-point conversion was no good. That was a two-play, 60-yard drive. That came with 527 left to go in the first half of play. And that made it a 13-12 score in favor of 
sorry, a 12-7 to score, rather, in favor of Boonville. Then Southern Boone would score right before halftime on a nine-yard touchdown pass from Evans to Morris. They tried the two-point conversion, but they had uh, an illegal procedure offsides call, so they had to go back and just do the old-fashioned PAT. Salter was good on that as that made it a 14-12 score. That was with just two seconds left to go in the first half. That was a 12-play, 63-yard drive. All Southern Boone had to do then was kick off. They did a squib kick, and then we went to halftime here by that 14-12 score. As uh, both teams, something interesting, too, is uh, three possessions to start the game were punt, 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 and then it was the score for uh, first score for Booneville, and then uh, Southern Boone had it. They ended the quarter, so they flipped into the field. But then, basically, the four possessions, the four touchdowns came back to back to back to back in four possessions, one starting over in the uh, first quarter and then uh, transitioning to take us into that second quarter. But both teams needed a little bit of opportunity to get their offenses going, and uh, their defense is putting on a good show. But like I said, the last four possessions, we have had uh, touchdowns, two for each team. But right now, where the big dividing line is, is special teams. And uh, that's the difference here in our ball game so far, that two points coming on the way of uh, of the kicker's foot. Yeah, the defensive coaches had the, uh, had the chest oh, proudly sticking out in the first quarter. Second quarter, the offense finally uh, found what they could do. So on both both teams. So good job by both uh, both teams in trying to figure out what the other team is going to give them on offense and finding what works for them. Good job by Boonville as well, doing a good job of overcoming the loss of, of their special player in Troost. So we'll look forward to see if he comes back in the second half at all. Yeah, he uh, what he went out. It was pretty early in that first quarter of play, if I remember right. Um, within that first or second drive that they had, he has not returned. So. Not sure what's going on with him. We're not going to speculate it, but they uh, they show just kind of how dynamic their team is because their star player, and we talked about it in the pregame, easily probably the best player we'll see this season, and they really haven't missed much of a beat without him out there. I mean, certainly they've lost maybe a step or two, and they've lost some athleticism, but overall, I mean, they still were able to take those two drives and, and uh, score and match what Southern Boone did both times. Well, they have an excellent quarterback who also is special because, you know, he's tough as nails. He's a good, tough runner. He makes good decisions. He's got quick feet, and uh, he could run it and throw it both. And that touchdown they scored for their second touchdown was caused by the threat of his feet after they ran the ball well with him two or three times in a row. So they're not lacking talent at all. And we saw Jones is more than more than able to. He may not be able to break the big plays, but he's more than capable of catching the ball and making some good runs as well. So we haven't seen the Wildcat at all tonight since Truce got hurt. We probably won't see that in the second half if he doesn't play. But again, for them, they're very solid. They got a solid offensive line. They got a solid quarterback. You know, they're they're a good, sound, fundamental team. We're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be right back and get into more of our half uh, halftime show. Also, uh, get you updated on some of the other scores from around the area, from some of the other area teams. So we'll be back in just a second as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Moo County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. 
At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421-5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com. Centurion Cares, innovative communication solutions. We need you. We need you. We need you. We need you. Now more than ever. The Southern Boone School District is hiring part-time bus drivers for route athletics and activities with no experience necessary. Our drivers enjoy flexible work hours, paid on-site CDL training, and paid time off, all while helping our community. The position offers competitive pay. Go visit sbschools.us slash employment. We need you! Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers with some of the most advanced technologies on the market. Anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on custom laser engraving llc a veteran-owned business creating custom handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier become a member of sawdust studios and enjoy 24 7 access to a woodworker's paradise outfit with industry-leading professional-grade tools sawdust studios offers endless woodworking possibilities don't have woodworking experience no problem as sawdust studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers experienced designers and master craftsmen youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers for more information search sawdust studios on facebook or find them online at sawdust 247.com Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop. Well, both teams still in the locker room here at halftime as we still got a little over nine minutes left before we get to second half kicked off as Southern Moon leading by a score of 14 to 6. Mike's been working hard on getting us some uh, halftime scores, or most of the games I think should be in halftime by now. We're getting there. Um not everybody's put, getting their scores reported like uh, like you do. Anyway, I try. I try my first best. off, Blair Oaks is playing California at California. Blair Oaks is up 34 to 14. Uh, School of the Osage, is, they must have ate their Wheaties today on <laughs> defense. They're holding the Mex- or Elden Mustangs down at 14 to nothing. Elden's been putting up some points this year, so that's a big, huge game with humongous implications in the district. Kirksville and Moberly are tied at 14 apiece right now. No score of Mexico versus Marshall. Hannibal is up 35 to nothing over the Fulton Hornets. And probably the surprise of the night is Hallsville is down to Versailles 6-2. to two. Is, are, they, are they playing baseball tonight? It sure seems like a, another sports score. score. Yeah, Jeff City is up over Sedalia at halftime 21-14. Capital City Cavaliers is beating Rockbridge 21-17. to No score with Helias and Cardinal Ritter. Uh, Battle of Spartans is up 28-7 to over the QPs of Hickman. And let's see, Russellville is up 15-18 over Carrollton. 
And down in Camden at the Jaws of Death Stadium. Yes, that's what they actually call it. It's a blowout. Lakers are up 42 to nothing. So the Purple Haze defense must be very strong down there as well. I think they came to play for sure. <laughs> so defense has been playing well, not only here, but all throughout the Missouri area. So, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens in the second half. The Eldon Osage is 0-3 this year, so that's definitely a interesting score there. They've been kind of run out of the stadium a couple times too. So that's why we love high school f- football and why you got to play the games. You can't look past. So we'll see how those games there come back. Well, I don't have any details, but I did get a uh, text message from our crew over at Versailles that all it said was Hallsville tight end playing quarterback. So yeah, you did say that their quarterback got kicked out at the end of last week's game, correct? Which uh, I believe that makes he he can't he can't play at least for a half, correct? I can't remember if We're it's a full sure. game or. You don't see that often because thankfully most high school players do a good job of keeping their emotions in check and don't get thrown out of games. But uh, the rare occasion did happen; he could, did get thrown out. So, but they have a safety, so I mean that's kudos to their defense of coming up and yeah. getting a safety in the game. They just aren't getting much offensive production out of the way, which is uh, well, good something for they're sales. not used to. Good for for good for for sales. They their team hasn't won a game this year too, so they could use some good things coming, good fortune coming their way as well. So now for Southern Boone, they just have to uh, put up a few more scores here and hold out Booneville from the end zone, and that would move them on to a three and one record as both teams sitting at two and one. So somebody will fall to two and two at five hundred. The other one will. Be three and one when it's all said and done. As we said, this is a Class Three District Five matchup, also a Tri County Conference matchup. So, not just the bragging rights on the line, but also, you know, they've uh, they've got uh, it's got some some uh, district implications a little bit to say the least. And you know, we start to get in, and that's something we talked about in Week One with Head Coach uh, Mark Ross is that you know you. You have to think about those things, but you, you don't necessarily want to think about district quite just yet uh, this early in the season, but we're almost at the halfway point now. And, uh, you know, the biggest thing you can do for yourself is just do your job and win. Yeah, you do your job, right. you take care You take care of what you have to take care of. Everything else falls into place, and um, that's just ultimately what what has to happen. And, and uh, it like I said, it helps them out, uh, helps out your own cause the best. So, for uh, Southern Boone, they're trying to take care of business and get this win. And, you know, I think if they were to hold on and if some of the other scores stay true that we have seen and and uh, have at halftime here, I think it may give it a shake-up. mess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, there, there's easily – I could see any five – I could see any of five teams come out in first and second place, and that's how close this is. You know, Fulton, you know, um, you know good – Good, hardworking kids, but still, they just don't have the tradition of success, and they can't find and get a good coach to stay for very long, so they're, they're constantly having to rebuild. So outside of Fulton, the other five teams are all very, very close, as we've seen this year in the scores. So there's no reason to believe that every one of these games is going to matter. But like you said, like Coach Rossa says, who cares about what happens elsewhere? we got to take control now. We have the ability. we got a two-point lead we got a half. We know what we need to do. 
we just got to do it, and it's up to the players to to be coachable, let them make sure they know what to do, keep the mental part of it. They've done a really good job with penalties so far tonight. Yep. They just haven't had just that one false start that kind of happened on that kind of goofy formation that they only run once a game, twice a game possibly, and probably just aren't necessarily used to how to run that. So um, that lot, that goes into a lot of times when you try to outsmart and outthink the other team, you kind of outsmart or think yourself because you're just not used to running those formations. Yeah, three penalties both directions for uh, for each team, and that's a changeup as we saw 17 last week for Southern Boone. So they've definitely you know, taken to heart the message that head coach and Mark Ross for Southern Boone has talked to them about and and uh, what they watched in their in their uh, their meetings and watching the tape and doing all that too that they had to find a way to clean those penalties up and uh, for the most part they have uh, they have done that so far as look over at the Southern Boone student section they're apparently at a uh, at a uh, going through a roller coaster they're an amusement park they're having a good time aren't they they're enjoying it of course when but your yeah, team is up <laughs> that yeah, helps that, you can definitely tell you know the coaching's been really good this week and the, the players have listened. They've been very coachable because we've seen a couple different things. We've seen the good mental part, knowing what the play is, what the snap count is. We even got a couple um, offsides on the other team. Second, we've seen on special teams on the kickoff returns. It's been clear they've been taught, cover the ball, get on the ground. Don't even try to return it. And thirdly, we've seen the running backs do a pretty good job of two hands on the ball, trying to keep the ball from hitting the ground. So good job by the coaches this week on hitting the fundamentals. Good job of the players from listening, absorbing, very, very, being very coachable. Well, and so far for Southern Boone on the offensive side, they are negative four on the turnover game through the season. They've had two fumbles. They've only lost one and had three interceptions. For Booneville, though, they have had five fumbles. They've lost, or they've lost five fumbles. They probably have had more than that, but they didn't have that stat available, or I couldn't glean it off of uh, the stats that I found. And six interceptions, so they have. Uh, they're at a negative eleven on the offensive side. On defense, they've had two fumbles and three interceptions, so that puts them overall at a uh, negative six on the turnover margin for Southern Boone defense. They have had one fumble recovery, three interceptions, so they are at a zero, having uh, four that they've lost, three fumbles, or sorry, one fumble, three interceptions on offense, and then uh, recovered one fumble and had three INTs on defense, so they just sit at, uh, at, a, at a zero right now on that turnover margin. So we haven't... Hasn't really played much into the game here. Just one fumble for Southern Boone. No fumbles for Booneville. Definitely was a pretty fast first half that we didn't have a lot of possessions, kind of like that game we had against uh, Mexico. So every possession is going to count. Um, I'm interested to see what kind of changes both sides of the ball make, especially on Booneville. Are they going to go revert back to their blitzing that they normally have done in the past? Because like, there was quite a few plays in a row there, but they did not blitz much. Yeah, three. Uh, looking at the drives, there were five drives in the first quarter. Let me let me preface that there were four and a half drives in the first quarter, and there were three and a half in the uh, in the in the second quarter. So just eight overall in the game so far. And yeah, that makes for a, a rapid moving clock for sure. As both teams finally made their way out onto the field, they'll hear the horn sound there. They'll put should put three minutes back on the clock. They do, and they'll start that. Is uh, yeah, really for Southern Boone. I think they just need to try to keep putting the hammer down. I think they need to uh, look at 
maybe aired it out a little bit more. I, I do uh, I do tend to lean towards that direction. But really, you know, the defense for Southern Boone, they just need to keep doing what they've been doing. They found a way to limit uh, a lot of those big plays, minus the two the uh, two play sixty yard drive. They've really found a way to uh, to limit the big plays and and keep everybody in check. And I think they just need to continue continue to really look at that and focus on that and uh, let the offense air it out a little bit more, and that'll get them to that uh, win column here tonight. Yeah, definitely defense needs to continue going to the ball strong, going to the ball in numbers to making sure because what we've seen, the quarterback is able to spin, able to break some tackles. He's got very quick feet. Um, Johns is a good, solid player as well too, so definitely need to see the defense continue to go to the ball. Uh, we need... Uh, we need Noah Rice to continue his strong start. Um, he needs to continue to start. He needs to continue working strong, taking up space, using that his advantage of weight and space to clog that hole in the middle. Um, and linebackers needed, as they have been doing, a pretty good job of flowing to the ball. We'll be able to see if if Coach Garris kind of changes up a little bit and blitzes a little bit more. He hasn't blitzed too much so far tonight. Um, the one time I do recall they blitzed, uh, they ran it the opposite way. So, I would <laughs> uh, luck. I would also like to add on to my previous statement for the second half. We need to see uh, Noah back as fullback more often as well. Yeah, and I kind of wonder if there's any sort of play where he leaks out to the flat <laughs> or leaks out to the end zone. And can the can he catch? I'll have to check with his uh, mom and. You know, mom you, and aunt. He's like, have you been working with throwing the ball a little bit? You know, you you mentioned it that on that play. He uh, just pancaked his guy, but I think that's an understatement. We need like a whole new category of what what you what would be above a pancake because he just laid out his guy. There was definitely uh, a uh, a height and uh, and a weight advantage yeah, in his he, way, and he, he took full good, advantage of that. He showed good feet moving on that because you know that's can be tough because normally a, a, an offensive lineman only has you know maybe one step to meet the person you're blocking. This time he had a couple steps and he had the the linebacker was coming hard as well, too, so he did a good job of maintaining his block, and, and Bowles, on, well, that was Bowles, correct, did a good job of hitting the hole hard and following his blocker. So, But certainly you, you got to like, uh, you know, I definitely like Coach Ross, and uh, he's throwing some different formations out there. He's uh, doing some tight end this year that we haven't seen before. You're pointing at Mr. Tross. He's limping a little bit, yeah. and he's out of out of uniform he's got his jersey still on but he is in street clothes otherwise and yeah he's limping on uh was that the left side he's limping i i gotta think i don't know if that's a if that's a knee injury i what my gut tells me is that's more of a hip a hip issue because he didn't really go down didn't look any awkward but either way We'll never know if I'm right or wrong, but uh, did you stay at a Holiday Inn last night? I I did not, <laughs> but I know a thing or two sometimes. Uh, but either way, his night is done, which obviously we wish him uh, full recovery yeah. and a speedy recovery. Hopefully, it's nothing major. It's just something that he needs to sit out for the remainder of today's game. Get some ice on it. Maybe get you know a little bit of therapy going, some stretching, some stuff, and he'll be back ready to play. Because you know, all these uh, young men out here have worked very, very hard this offseason, worked very hard in this season so far, and we don't want to have anybody uh, for either team leave with an injury. So hopefully, like we said, nothing major for him that he will have to uh, work through. But his night for sure is done. 
So Salter will tee it up here for Southern Boone as they will be kicking left to right on your Show Me Sports Network, Media Center, or app, wherever you're listening. Another low line squid kick, and that's just going to go right in between the knees of the up men. They'll take it at the 39-yard line. It looks like Boonville coaches did a little extra job of covering, hey, cover the ball, get down, because that time (laughs) he did the exact same thing that our guys are doing. So probably not going to have much fireworks in the kickoff return game tonight because neither team has given the other team a chance. But, you know, that's part of that chess match you got to play. You know what the strengths and the weaknesses are for your opponent, and you try to exploit that wherever you can. As it'll be ball on the 39-yard line for Boonville, as Caton will be in shotgun. He'll have a receiver here on the near side, two on the far side. He'll get the snap, fake the pitch, now take it back up the middle, and he will be at the 45 before he's thrown down there. He'll pick up about six yards. Yeah, that time the left side of the Boonville line blocked down. They brought some pulling linemen from the right to the left. Dylan Isles read it pretty well. He saw us coming, and he kind of stepped in to kind of plug the hole, but unfortunately he went a little bit too far inside. Good job by the Pirate running back to get outside that block. So that'll bring up a second and four now. Ball on the 45-yard line. Caton's going to roll here to the near side. Makes one man miss. He's across the 50, still on his feet. It's a foot race. He's going to cut to the middle at the 30. He'll be taken down at the 20. He just ate the defense up there. He saw the field, knew where the creases were, and he made them pay. Yeah, that time he he was reading the defensive end that time, and it was Dylan Isles again. He read the defensive end. He was able to get outside of him, and as you can see, if you're here, he's got very, very fast feet. Did a great job cutting back into the middle of the game, but Inslee did a fantastic job of not giving up the play. He tracked it down from behind from his uh, outside linebacker spot. So a good job by Inslee, not giving up on the play. And uh, as you can see, Boonville still has some talent, still has some ability. That was a nice job by the quarterback. So Caton will be in shotgun. He'll have a receiver on the far side. They'll have a bunch formation down here. They'll pitch it off to Leonard, and he's trying to work the far side. He'll be cut down as he'll be right about the original line of scrimmage before he's taken down. Yeah, overload to the left. They had everyone bunched in, you know, tied in, and got wing back and a sniffer back, and they just tried to pitch it, try to get outside, and fantastic job that time by Mr. Young. He did a good job of, of pushing it outside. Uh, Inslee, again, the freshman, is just playing so well, and then uh, – but Caleb did a good job coming in, so fantastic job of the defense all the way around. So this will bring up a second and ten as there will be a shotgun snap. Keeping himself is Caton. He'll be swallowed up quickly. He'll maybe lose a yard when it's all said and done. He'll be shoved way back, but his forward progress should be a uh, loss on the play. Looks like he did lose about a yard. Yeah, same formation this time. They went to the right side or the wide side of the field. Instead of hitting off and trying to get outside, a quarterback kept up the middle, and Taylor, Taylor Mange did a fantastic job of scraping to the right and plugging that hole and did a good job of wrapping him up. So third and long at the 21-yard line. Two receivers either direction. They'll fake the handoff. They're going to throw a pass to the far side as the receiver will catch it. He'll be uh, tied up right there, though. He'll be short of the first down marker as I believe was that McKayla. on the tackle. Yeah, yeah McKayla Manuel did a fantastic job coming up. And did a good job of holding on. It was a really quick uh, screen pass out to the right flat. You know, did gain about four or five yards that time, but great defensive tackle that time by uh, Mr. Manuel. Yeah, that's probably close to a touchdown, if not inside the five, if he cannot make that tackle. 
So good job there. He's making his presence known in his first game that he is playing here for Southern Boone as they will go for it. Ten on the play clock. It'll be fourth and about, uh, they'll say, seven here. As play clock winding down, they'll get the snap off. Caton rolling here to the near side. He's got that football precariously out there looking for the end zone. Receiver wide open, caught, touchdown. Beautifully executed play that time. Uh, they haven't done much rolling out with him. That time they rolled him out to the left. Again, that's his weak side. Good job by the offensive line that time getting uh, Mr. Young blocked inside. So that gave him plenty of room, plenty of time. 33, he made uh, the, we had the good tackle on him earlier. Did a good job. Both hands of the ball wide open. Did a good job getting his feet tapped. That's Mr. Griffin with the uh, touchdown reception. Goes 17 yards as the lead goes back to Boonville as they will try a two-point conversion. Same formation rolling here the near side. And pass is going to be knocked away. Nice job on the defense. And knocking the pass away is Manuel. And it goes incomplete. So it just makes it a four-point lead for Boonville at 18-14. to We'll take a quick break and be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Moon County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled, offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your last line of defense. Now Southern Moon now trails by four at 18 to 14, 838 left on the clock here in this third quarter. It was a six play, 61 yard drive. And there's going to be a pooch kick that's going to be uh, taken by Jennings at about the 36 yard line. Just like the last three kicks that time, simple pitch kick, and thankfully for us, it was up in the air, and James was able to catch it clean in the air, and again, he got down to the ground because that's what he was coached and told to do. Absolutely. So Southern Boone will trail now by four as they have the football. Trying to get the defense to jump off sides as they actually say ball at the 37-yard line. As they will get set here, first and 10 from their play clock rolling down. Now they got to get the playoff on five. Now they will as they'll give it off to Bowles. He's going to have second effort to pick up a couple of yards, but not much. Aggressive defense that time by the Pirates. They had five men on the line. On top of that, they blitzed two linebackers. So they had seven men coming hard to the ball and uh, fortunate to get two yards on that play. Uh, it'll bring up a second and eight. They'll have twin receivers up top, one here on the bottom. As high snap, but able to get it, give it off to Bowles on a quick handoff. He's working far side. He'll be up near the 44-yard line, so he'll pick up about four there. Much better job of the offensive line, especially on the left-hand side, post Niles. And uh, Boyce did a good job of getting up there. And uh, they had they did send in two linebackers again, send in plus the five. So they were being pretty aggressive and good gain, good blocking by the offensive line. So that'll bring up a third down now. As Evans in shotgun, 
He'll give it off to Bowles, working the far side, pushing the pile. He's going to be close. I'll see where they mark him. He will be shy, so we'll bring up a fourth down. Yeah, quick pitch to the left that time, sweep. Pulled left side, being and did a good job of getting outside, but again, the linebackers are flying really fast. If we got a play action call, now would be a good time to possibly run it. So to bring up a fourth and one as trips down low to up top. Evans marks out the cadence. Now he looks over at the sidelines. Now he'll back up a little bit. He'll get the snap. A little pooch kick. He'll get it off. Good spiraling kick. It's going to bounce at the 21. Take a couple more bounces. Head near the 10-yard line. So good job of him to pin the Pirates deep in their own territory. Another good kick by the quarterback. Um, Good defense by the Pirates. They get the ball back with some momentum going on. So what can Coach Garris dial up on defense to slow down the Pirates' offense? So ball again at their own 10-yard line. As we'll take a quick break and be back, you're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Moon County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Attention Eagles fans, here's your chance to help the student-athletes of Southern Boone County by becoming a member of the Southern Boone Booster Club. Your gifts help provide all Southern Boone County athletes with a safe and positive experience while attending our school district and also help purchase items that our sports team couldn't otherwise afford. You can join the Southern Boone Booster Club this season for as little as $25. Membership is open to everyone. Interested in joining? Look them up on Facebook by searching Southern Boone Booster Club or email them at sbcathleticboosters at gmail.com. Let's go Eagles! A nice job there of punting it deep into Boonville's territory as they will start this possession at their own 10-yard line is where the Pirates will have the football. They have the lead right now at 18-14. As in shotgun will be Caton. Works predominantly out of the shotgun. Three receivers near side. They're going to bring some pressure as they'll give it off on the end around. And the running back will run into his own guy before he's taken down there by one of the Eagles. Yeah, Jennings got some help that time from the inside by the offensive lineman. He didn't get to anybody and got in the way, but Jennings did a good job of coming down. They were trying to overpower to the left on a on a counterplay, but good job by the by Jennings on the tackle. Clock rolling, 6.20 left to go here in this third quarter. Again, 18-14 score in favor of the Pirates. As Caton will be in shotgun, he'll have a bunch formation down low, have one up top. As he will roll to the near side, fake the pitch, has to uh, get rid of it, does so on a little screen pass to Griffin. He'll have the first down. He picks up uh, maybe nine yards there, enough to move the chains. Yeah, play action, fake the run to the left, do a little mini roll to the right, and a nice strike of a pass by their quarterback. Did a good job getting to their 33, who is shown to be very sure-handed tonight. Did a good job of getting forward and a nice first down by the Pirates. Griffin, a junior here at Boonville. So another set of downs, ball on the 21-yard line for Boonville. They'll send a man in motion to the far side. They'll do the end around as that's Johns. He'll weave his way through traffic. He's got 10 yards before he's tripped up. He'll gain about 12. I think it's the first time we've seen that kind of a counter all the way from the left side. Uh, Johns, again, good, tough, good, hard runner. Did a good job picking up everything that he can. Good box and uh, good play. So he will come out here for the play. They'll bring in 
A new back, this is Watson coming in, new receiver rather. So everybody will look over to get the sign from the Boonville sideline. 5-10 on the clock, again, 18-14 score. Boonville leading Southern Boone County. So I'll have two here on the near side, one up top as Caton rolling here to the near side. He's going to get through the first wave before Morris will plant him at the 35-yard line. He'll pick up uh, a couple yards. What a good tough run that was. Eagles were in place, had good penetration, had some good lines of penetration, good lanes covered, but their quarterback just squirted through there. I'm just, I can't, can't believe he gained two or three yards out of that, but good job. Got some uh, Justin Poses in, expelling Noah Rice now at nose guard, see if we can get him, get him some uh, reps, get him some quickness in there. Well, you know, their quarterback only listed at 5'7". I think that helped him out there that he was just able to squirt through underneath the uh, white wall jersey that was headed at him there. They'll have twins on either way. He'll move the uh, back. That's Leonard to the far side. Again, he'll keep it himself. He's going to be wrapped up after he picks up three yards. It'll be a third and short. Yeah, it's a called play that time, and what they do that time, they leave the right our right side at that time. It was... Uh, uh, 55 did a good job of staying tight, but he was able to break the tackle. And good job by the linebackers to keep that down. It's just amazing how fast his feet are. Yeah, he has a very a very quick turnover on him. He's able to get that foot planted, picked it back up, and turn it back over very rapidly, which gets those engines up to speed rather quickly. So that'll bring up a third and three clock, nearing three and a half to go here in the third quarter. As ball on the 39-yard line for the uh, Pirates says he'll keep it himself, and he's going to be about a yard short. That is Caton with it. Yeah, they, they pulled their right side to the left, and good job again by Young. Did a good job of, of getting in there and causing some some disruption. Good job by Inslee of getting up there as well, keep the keeping it short. Well, they say. Are they giving it to him? They're giving it to him. Says it's a new Still set of downs. Still down, though. Okay, yeah. Wow. So they are going to say it moves the chains. So we'll bring up a new set of downs in ball at the 42-yard line for Boonville. Clock just under three minutes to go is straight up the middle again. We've seen a lot of this same play call as it'll be a four-yard gain. Bring up a second and six. Yeah, smash, smash bounce football, but instead of handing off to your running back, you let your quarterback... All, you say, five, seven of them, 155 pounds or so. Just running tough up the middle. Good job by the offensive line, getting a little bit of a crease. Good good run, but good job by the defense of getting up there in penetration. Uh, Inslee came, came in hard on that play, too, from his outside linebacker position. Well, this game's slowing down the pace just a bit. Is clock under 220 to go here in the third quarter. 18-14 to 14 score, Boonville leading Southern Boone is Caton will be in shotgun. He'll get the snap. He'll roll to the far side as he will cut it around the corner. He's going to be sandwiched there as he will pick up short yardage before he is met by Tiller Mange and planted thereafter yard gain. Yeah, Jennings from his left outside linebacker spot was being blocked out. So they were trying to get cut up in between, and they thought he they had him, but he did a good job of getting a, a hand on him. And that loud enough slow and slowing him down so Mange can come up. But definitely sensing that they are trying to slow the game down quite Caton, a bit here. Caton's going to come out, and he's holding that right shoulder as he took that big hit there. 
as Johns will now be in running the offense. We saw this earlier, third and about five now, as we'll have a timeout called as two seconds on the play clock. So Boonville has to burn a timeout, as this will be their first one. It comes with 124 left in this third quarter. So we'll take a quick break and be back. As you're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Carty can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcarty.avonrepresentative.com. Or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carty. Well, Boonville has to take a timeout as their first one of the second half as they were trying to change personnel out there on the field. As Colby Caton, the senior quarterback, needed a moment to compose himself, but he's back out there. So whatever the right Shoulder issue was after that big hit on the tackle. He says he's ready to go back in there. So it'll be trips down low and two receivers up top as they've got an empty backfield. Now they'll bring one of those trips over in a more of a wing formation. As dropping back, now rolling here the near side is Caton. He's going to have some pressure rolling to the far side. He's going to throw it up to a wide open receiver for the first down and more as catching that is Watson, and he takes it for almost 30 yards. What an incredible play. It started out like he was going to run it to the left. He was kind of waiting to see what was there. Instead, he stopped. He did have some pass pressure. Uh, Aiden Young was giving some pressure, and he spun around went to the right and did an amazing job to see his wide-open receiver. Did a good job getting the ball there. Good job by the receiver catching the ball. So nice play call. Good, great execution by their quarterback. So this will be a new set of downs now. Clock stopped at a minute 13 left here in this third quarter as they'll have an empty backfield again. Caton will take the snap now. He'll take it up the middle on a delayed run, a dive there straight up the middle. He'll get maybe a half yard. Great job of the defensive line that time. Dylan Isles did a fantastic job of shedding his block and putting a really good pounding to the quarterback. Uh, six foot five, versus five seven. So good job getting low, good job shutting the block. So good job of the defensive line that time. Well, they say Caton didn't gain any yards on the play, so it will still be a second and ten. Again, clock rolling under 45 seconds to go here in this third quarter. I'll have the three receivers down here, the near side, one up top. As in shotgun is Caton, he'll get the snap. He'll keep it himself after he fakes the handoff. That pile moves forward maybe a yard before it's thrown back again. Defense stiffening up here. Yeah, good aggressive call that time. Garris blitzed Jennings on the right-hand side, and that kind of caused them to kind of have to watch him, and then that, that freed up the defensive line. Noah Rice did a good job. Hayden Young did a good job. Dylan Isles did a good job of getting off their blocks. And as we've seen all year, both Taylor and Taylor Mange have done a good job of coming up and scraping and filling, filling those holes well. So clock winding down here as they are going to let it go to the end of the quarter. So after three quarters of play, it's an 18-14 Boonville lead. We'll take a quick break and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. 
The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! In today's world, injury prevention is at the top of everyone's list. However, heat-related occurrences get routinely overlooked. Zealous WBGT puts that front and center. By using cutting-edge formulas and technology, Zealous WBGT streamlines and simplifies obtaining and documenting wet bulb globe temperature readings. With a simple touch of a button, you can check WBGT anywhere in the world, receiving alerts when the WBGT goes over the threshold you select. Join the stress-free way to protect student-athletes, employees, and overall operations from extreme heat by downloading the free Zealous WBGT app today. Save time, save money, save lives with Zealous WBGT. Well, we switch into the field here. It's going to bring up a third and eight for Boonville. As they've got Trips on the far side. They're looking that way. Quarterback is going to be hit, and he's going to be spun around. Now he'll be taken down, but he'll get the pass off as he was spun around, barely knew which way to go as that was pressure everywhere in his face. This will bring up a fourth down. It looked like they were trying to fake the screen to the left to Johns. Taylor was screaming in there, blitzed by by him from linebacker. Again, 5'7", so he's able to stay under. Did a good job of escaping that. Still had some pressure, but did a fantastic job of finding somebody to throw to and bail him out. It looked like they might have got off quickly, but no call as there's going to be a pass, and it's going to be, well, they say caught at the 10-yard line. Yeah, just a skinny post that time to the inside wide receiver. Quick, just a three-step drop, and threw it. Nice strike. It. Some might say it might have skipped, but... We didn't have the right angle. It'll be first and goal at the 10-yard line as it was completed there. So that fourth down picks up, moves the chains. Tenth first down of the game for Boonville. So I have first and goal at the 10-yard line. As Caton will be in shotgun again, has receivers here. On the uh, one on the near side, bunched up up top. He'll keep it himself. He's going to be met quickly. He might actually lose about a yard and a half or so. Yeah, Coach Garris brought the house from the inside linebackers that time. Came hard. Teller Mange hit that hole hard. He was not blocked at all. And Teller is probably our best, surest tackle tackler on the team. So he does lose about three yards there on the play. So it'll bring up second and goal. Ball resting just outside the 15-yard line. At the 14, so he did lose four yards. He'll have three receivers here on the near side, one up top, one back standing to his left. Caton will be in shotgun. He'll get the snap looking near side, has some pressure. He's going to have to step up. He's going to make one man miss. He'll be tackled across the 10, so he'll pick up about seven or eight yards. Yeah, again, Coach Garris blitz blitz outside linebackers. Did a good job. The lineman did a good job of creating some lanes. He stepped up in the hole just like we've seen Evans do a couple times for, for the Eagles. Did a good job stepping up. And that time he did make Taylor Mange miss. Uh, just, again, this is a, a pretty special, hard-nosed, tough quarterback who's got great feet. So 
So Caton will be in shotgun, has Leonard to his right. He'll bark out a hard signal, but nobody jumps as they'll look back to see if they want to change the play here. Eight on the clock, continuing to roll. Trip receivers near side. Now they'll send the man in motion from the far side here to the near side. And play clock winds down, and a timeout has to be called here. So second timeout. This one comes with 9.44 left in the fourth quarter. So we'll take a quick break. Again, 18-14 lead, Boonville over Southern Boone. We'll take a quick break and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. At Southern Boone School District, our educators do more than just teach. Lives are being shaped for the future before they even enter a classroom. For students to succeed, it takes an entire district-wide team. Our students need you. Join Southern Boone School District's team today. Now offering competitive salaries and benefits for all positions. Visit ashland.k12.mo.us and click on the Employment tab. Well, a timeout called by Boonville. They've got one left now, all three remaining for Southern Boone. Clock stopped, 9.44 left to go here in regulation. It is a four-point game at 18-14. Boonville leading Southern Boone here in uh, a game that has been a uh, chess match, to say the least, as Southern Boone defense being called upon again. It's a third and goal, ball at the nine-yard line. As Caton will have three receivers at the top of the play. He'll get the snap looking near side, throws it. It's over his receiver just out of his reach. He was looking for Johns. That was a uh, Mahomes-esque pass right there as he threw it before his receiver even broke. Yeah, that was a quick pass, only a three-step drop, just a quick five and out, um, just really, really quick. That time, Garris did not blitz too much, so I think that was what – the Pirates were expecting that, so now we have a place kicker out here. Ross Brakeman will come on to try the uh, 25-yard attempt. Snap is high. Kick is going to be blocked as it'll go into the end zone and out the back of the end zone. You saw the pressure coming here from the near side. Yeah, high snap. The, the placeholder had to basically come out of his stance. And any time that happens, that just gives an extra second for the rush to get there. So good, good, good rush, good effort by by the Eagles there to keep them out of the end zone. So we will swap possessions here. 9:37 left to go here in a ball game. Southern Boone trailing by four at 18 to 14. Ball will be spotted on the 20-yard line of Southern Boone. So they've got to go 80 yards here in order to take the lead. As fast as this game has gone, though, it might take us the 9.37 to go. So Evans will have two receivers in the near side. They're going right to left on your Show Me Sports Network app or media center. They're going to run somebody on way late. As five on the play clock, they'll have to call timeout. So we'll take a quick break and be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. 
Hi, I'm retired Army Sergeant Trent Dirks, and I want to tell you about an organization that saved and changed my life forever. Retrieving Freedom provides highly trained service dogs to veterans with disabilities and children with autism absolutely free of charge, thanks to the generous donations and support from people just like you. Experts from Retrieving Freedom help throughout the entire process from fostering programs through service dog placement. Retrieving Freedom gave me the skilled service dog, Tracer, who has been my best friend in my lifeline. To find out more about how you can get involved, volunteer, foster, or to donate, visit their website, retrievingfreedom.org. Retrieving Freedom, changing lives through the training and placement of service dogs for veterans with disabilities and children with autism. Well, Southern Moon has to call a timeout there as play clock was down to about four. So I'll have it first and 10 at their own 20-yard line. Two receivers near side. Have everybody bunched up on the far side. Now they'll Move them down here, so everybody's down here on the near side as they'll fake the handoff to Bowles. Actually, they'll give it to him, and he'll be cut down for a loss. Yeah, I tried to pull right to left, but unfortunately, the number 71 from the left-hand side rode the hip of the pulling off of the lineman and got there untouched. So he will lose a couple of yards there to bring up a second and long now for Southern Boone. So we said they trail by 4 o'clock. Continuing to roll, nearing nine minutes to go here in regulation. That'll bring up a second and 12 now. Ball on their own 18-yard line. So I have twin receivers on both sides. Now they'll send Morris in motion. They'll give it to him on the end around. He's trying to get the corner. Stops, makes one man miss. Cuts back here to the near side. He's got a lot of open room as he's going to be across the 20, 25, 30. He's going to still race across the 35 before he's shoved out. Surprised on that one. He, I thought he had the edge to the right, but he didn't like the, what it looked like, so he decided to cut up to, to inside, but then decided he didn't like that either. Decided to reverse field and made a nice good job of, of gaining what he could. And, again, Johns from the other team was pretty impressive in tracking him down. But good play by both players. It's good to see our best against their best. So they will... Run another player on late here. Plenty of time as 10 on the clock. They'll have trips up top. Single receiver down low as they'll make the pitch off to Bowles. He's trying to cut it inside. He's across the 40, still on his feet, making his way to the 45 before he's thrown down there. Gives a stiff arm to gain a couple more yards. Yeah, nice job there. The quarterback was kind of reading to see what the defensive end would do. And when the defensive end came inside, he decided to pitch. Did a good job getting outside the end there. Um, nice, good, hard running game there. 8.20 left on the clock here and continuing to roll as Southern Boone trying to take as much off off the clock as they can before they were to punch it in would give them the lead as they trail by four. In the load up down here on the near side, down in front of us, ball on the 45-yard line as they'll make the pitch off through the hands of Bowles and he will fall on it. Yeah, so trying to get a quick pitch to the left that time. That way Bowles can read what the lineman can do with the end. We'd like to try to hook that in, but that time uh, the ball went right through his hands. Looked like it was a good pitch, so not sure what happened there. So we'll bring up a third and nine now. The nice fancy electronic down marker has apparently malfunctioned. Someone didn't charge it up after that JV game (laughs) this week, probably. It is blank, but it is third and nine now. As looking far side to throw a little screen pass, that's over Bowles' head. That was put up pretty good as he'll dive on it. 
And I think it was a forward pass. Yeah. We've run that a little bit. Emptied the, the backfield by putting the back in motion, seeing what the defense, how they react, and then throw it to him but a little bit high off his fingers. And as a running back and wide receiver, you got to cover the ball no matter what. Just to be, you never know. But it was a forward pass. So Taylor will come on to punt now as deep back will be Johns to receive the kick. He'll be standing at uh, just shy of his own 30. I'll keep backing up now so he's on his 30. And on his 29. Taylor standing on his 23-yard line. There's the snap and the kick, but whistles and a flag. Get a good free five yards maybe. Yep. Yep. The older... Ellison was a little excited, a little a little fast but that time and got it across the line of scrimmage. So do you still punt it here, or do you think you bring the offense out and go for it? Well, the, the kicks have worked pretty well. Each time he's kicked, it got a good roll. But uh, yeah, no change. Well, here we go. Going back to our offense personnel. So we'll see what the defense gives, see what Coach feels to do, but... My guess is they're probably still going to pooch it. I think you're right, but you know what? I, I think, well, my assumption is Coach Ross is uh, listening to our broadcast down there on the sidelines. and Well, he's got four yards. <laughs> yeah, they might. I, I got, yeah, you're right. I thought it was a little deeper than that. So, yeah, I, I think they're going to be going for this. So it'll be fourth and four. They'll send Taylor in motion here to the near side. They'll get the snap. They'll give it off to Bowles. He's got the near the first down. They'll see where they mark it. Yeah, good tough run, good second effort to, to, to that time. You can kind of tell when when Evans, if he's going, if he's going to pooch it, he usually will take a, a couple steps back after he after he looks over the sideline. So he did not do that this time. Plus, Bowles is right next to him. So good job. Put uh, Taylor in motion from right to left. He did a good good job. It was just a nice power over the tackle behind Boyce and nails and posts. So good job by the offensive line. So we'll bring up a new set of downs now for Southern Boone as it'll be first and ten. As Evans will get the snap, he'll give the uh, fake the handoff, keeping himself, trying to get to the near oh. side. He'll take a big hit right there, quarterback on quarterback. Yeah, same, action right there. Same action that we saw in the last play, but instead of handoff to the running back, the quarterback kept it. And this time, their defense did a good job of filling the holes. And again, what a special player that number three is for the Pirates. He came up and he laid. A good load on Evans. We don't get to see quarterback on quarterback that often, so I think he was not off. Definitely taking full advantage of that. As Evans will be in shotgun, he does lose a yard on the play. It'll bring up second and eleven. As he'll fake the handoff, roll to the far side, is going to hit his receiver. That's Taylor across midfield. He's got ah. big yardage, but a flag yeah. comes in. He's got about fifteen yards, but yeah, good job, good pe- good play call. Taylor was wide open. And- on the on the rollout, the, on the bootleg to the right, good pass. But unfortunately, the wide receiver on his side came back and kind of blindsided the block there. The defenseless player that we've seen instead a couple of years ago. I know we've seen it this year as well. So it's the right call. He's got to get used to just uh, just kind of running up and kind of staying in there, not you know. So, but we'll get that coached out. So it will be. A personal foul penalty. A called tough call there as they had the first down. So now to back them up, what would have been a first down is now that 22 be 
A whole lot clock stopped at six minutes. So to bring up second and 22 now. I think they might have called helmet to helmet on that one, actually. Yeah, I think that. I think you're right on that. It could it could have went a multitude. Could have ways. done either way. So second and 22. Trips on or twins on either side. As back, in shotgun. Now they'll split off bowls. They're looking to fake the screen pass. Looking downfield, throwing it up. That's for McKee, and he will not be able to make the catch. There might have been a little shove as he gets up limping, and he's going to go back down. I don't know if he's got a cramp or he just got fell on awkwardly, but he's going to yeah. go down at the 24-yard line. A great play call by Coach Ross there. He faked to the running back, motion to the left, and 17 was open. But, again, number three for the Pirates did a fantastic job of coming off his player to make the play on the player to the inside. So just a great job. In 5-7, he got up and knocked that ball down. So nice play by the by the young quarterback slash defensive back. Does nice look, play call, too. It was there. Does look like they're working for maybe a cramp there on McKee. Looking at the uh, lower leg of his, they will help him up, and he is going to walk off very gingerly, but he's going to walk off. We'll put an arm on one of the other coaches very gingerly yeah, on that left one leg. Of the trainers. One of the sharp-dressed trainers, so. But, you know, it does, I mean, as he's walking off, he is putting a little weight on there, so hopefully it's nothing major that he can get stretched out on the sidelines. He'll have to obviously sit out this play, get him taken care of, get him back in there. But you're right, that was a good play call, just double coverage. That's a couple times just now a, we've seen that double coverage. Just a fantastic play by number three. I mean, he came off, he was guarding somebody. He, he saw the ball, he came off his guy and made huge ground, jumped up, got to the very top of the point of his jump to knock the ball away. I think so like he, I said, he wasn't even the, the guy that was being targeted. You, you might be right, too. You talked about not plugging in the uh, fancy electronic down marker. They're back to the old school flip kind now. Oh, so. well, at least they have that one. I know, that's backup. good. Yeah, I'm they got impressed. a Good job. Well, they got all that gambling money here. They got everything they need. So 5.36 left to go here in regulation. Four-point Boonville lead. It'll be third and 22. It's a go route for everybody as empty backfield. Evans has some time back there. Now he's got some pressure. He's going to have to roll here to the near side. He's going to have to get rid of it, though, as he is losing ground. He's at his own 10. Now he'll be at his 15, at his 20. He'll throw as Morris has got it near the 50. <laughs> that is a play you don't see that, that often. An awesome play there. Uh, they only run rush four. Four people coming. They got a little bit. Again, the line did their job. They, they protected for at least a good three seconds. So he got a little antsy, rolled out to his right. Elson, the older Elson, was there to cause some pressure, and he did a good job reversing field to the left. Did a good job coming up, and Morris did a good job sticking his hand up. Say, hey, I'm right here wide open. So good job knowing where he is on the field. So what a fabulous play to make this even possible to convert on fourth down. There was a whole lot of traffic there, but he was able to find his receiver. They're going to go for it on fourth down. He's got some pressure, throw a little screen pass as he will get it to Morris. He's got the first down as he's tackled just shy of his 40-yard line. They move the chains on a fourth and eight. Yeah, that's a fake to the screen to the left and run the tunnel screen back to the right to your, your most dangerous weapon that you have. And Morris did a fantastic job of catching the ball and turning up field. Picking the right holes. So it's good to see him 
back after he limped off a couple plays ago. Well, that previous play, too, Evans was back at his own 10 at one point before being able to get some daylight. Definitely made me think of Patrick Mahomes there. Or Michael Vick. So trips far side. Two down here on the near side. It's a go route for everybody again. This time it'll be a little quicker pass as he'll get it to Taylor. It'll be about a six, seven-yard gain. So we'll bring up a manageable second down. Yeah, great job of the offensive line. The Pirates only sent four. Nice job by Evans. He sat still. He sat comfortable in his pocket instead of trying to scramble with his feet. That time he stayed in the pocket, did a great job because the line did their job. Nice, good pass, good catch, nice, good seven-yard gain. Ball beyond the 34-yard line, so second and we'll say three. Clock continuing to roll near 410 left to go, four-point Boonville lead. Seen all go routes for the most part here. Looks like that's what we're going to stay with as five wide receivers, empty backfield for Evans. He'll drop back looking far side. He's going to throw, and nice job to go up and get it. Is that Bowles? That was Bowles. Bowles was our split out. He wasn't in motion, and uh, it was, it was like you said, a fly route. Evans noticed he had he had plenty of room that time because they were the defensive back was given a good eight ten yards cushion on him. So nice good play call, and we're getting that passing that you wanted to see at halftime. Bowles goes up and gets that pass and tackled at the nineteen yard line again. Clock rolling three thirty. And counting left here in regulation is in the backfield. Bowles will line up this time. We'll have two receivers near side. They'll give it to him. He'll stutter step now. He'll try to dive through the line there. He'll get back to the original line, not much else. Just like we saw in the first half, there were quite a few plays in the first half where they weren't blitzing anybody. And, again, that's not their norm. They're a 79%, 80% blitzing team. That time they brought in two, plus their four-down linemen, and that clogged the hose up pretty quickly so now we got that chess match on under three to go here still an 18-14 Boonville lead Bowles will be in the right hip pocket of Evans they'll give it to him he's working near side now cuts it in he'll pick up maybe a yard yeah that time he did not blitz so um, good job again I think the I think uh, coach Ross was expecting the blitz but they didn't bring it so they kept stayed home they did a good job so the defensive line is starting to do a good job of of getting a little, little tougher as they get closer to the goal line. So we'll bring up a third down here. So it'll bring up third and nine. As they'll have twin receivers down low. They'll send another in motion down here to the near side. As they'll fake the handoff, rolling to the near side is Evans. He's looking downfield. He's going to throw, hit his Drop. receiver in the hands. I believe that was Taylor. Yeah. Bootleg to to his left again. He's a left-hand quarterback, so it's a strength. Did a good job. He had a couple different options to go to. He went to the intermediate route. Taylor was wide open from, from his tight end position from the right-hand side, but dropped the ball. He would have been short of the first down marker, but would have made it a little more manageable as it's fourth and nine. Clock stopped with the incomplete pass at two minutes and seven seconds. You hear the fans come alive for... Boonville, and we have a timeout called by Boonville as they want to talk it over. Yeah, Eagles showed an empty backfield set that time, and the Pirates coach did not care for the play call they have, which I was going to see what they were going to do there. A lot of times they've only done four, and we've been able to do very, very well when they have four, so I'll be interested to see if it happens again if they decide to blitz somebody. 
Well, that timeout taken, that is the third one used of the half for Boonville. Southern Boone still has both of their timeouts here in this second half of action as they trail by a score of 18-14, to 14, 2.07 left here in regulation. This upcoming play, this is the 12th play of the possession. The one before ended up being a 16-play drive that ended with a, no, a 23-yard field goal try that was no good. We've only had each team with the ball one time here in this fourth quarter of play. And we got 2.07 left, so obviously not much time left here. So fourth and nine, ball at the 19-yard line. As again, empty backfield for Southern Boone. They'll have three receivers on the top, two on the bottom. So it looks like they are going to try to take the lead here. Is looking far side is Evans. He's going to throw for the corner. Diving grab, oh. no good. Was short of Morris. It might have been tipped maybe. Wide open. That time for the first time tonight. Boonville only sent three linemen. They left a fourth person. Looked like they were being more of a quarterback spy. Um, so plenty of time. Offensive line did a fantastic job of giving him plenty of time. He had a guy open, but I don't know if he just had the jitters that time, but it was it was uh, off the mark. But uh, interesting defensive call by the Pirates only rushing three. And just falls short of his intended target in Morris. As that ends up being a turnover on downs for Southern Boone. Boonville will take over on the 18-yard line. I think the ball is going to be in number three's hands the entire time. Yep, he will just tuck it himself, roll here to the near side. As he will make a couple men miss, he'll get across the 25. So he will be close to a first down Run on his own right there. Yeah, nothing special at times. The quarterback keeper, um, he's a really good job of, of waiting for the hole to develop, and, and he definitely was not going to get out of bounds. So Southern Moon calls a timeout here. Their second called here in the second half of action. Pitch to see if Coach Garris calls up any blitzes this time. I, I really don't expect them to try to pass. But they could do that little fake quarterback sprint again and just maybe a little loft over. That would be it. All they need to do is get a first down, and the game is pretty much going to be over, I believe. I'm doing my math and my time right. But certainly, if I'm the Pirates, I'm putting the ball in number three's hands. He's extremely capable. He's got that backyard, scrappy, playground type of a quarterback feel to him. Does it makes nothing but great decisions. A minute 49 left on the clock. Again, Boonville leading by a score of 18 to 14. As it's a second and one after Caton gains nine yards. Expect to see him do it again here. As he will take it himself straight up the middle. And he'll be pushed back. We'll see where they mark his forward progress. Looks like he did get about a yard and a half. And... Yeah, they're good in the first down. Good, tough, hard run. He was met really well by Taylor Taylor Mange in the middle, and uh, he's did a good job of of uh, being strong. He does have a good, strong base. Uh, I wouldn't, you know, he's kind of a thick quarterback, 
Um, but uh, he's got good, tough, tough strong legs. So nice, nice play call. Nice, tough game. Nice, good job of the lineman. And if I'm doing my math right, that's our last timeout, correct? That is the last timeout. Yeah, I'm not going sure we're going to get a chance. Ball spotted at the 29-yard line. Yeah. We definitely get this off. We get a stop, we might be able to uh, get the ball back. Again, four-point lead. Boonville leading Southern Boone by a score of 18 to 14. This ball game been back and forth. This is only the third possession here this fourth quarter. As Boonville will have the football, their own 29-yard line. They've got a new set of downs to work with as Caton will be in shotgun. He'll have a lot of company back there, and he'll take right. a knee. At the 25-yard line. Yeah, 40-second time clock, so four times. Yep, 80. It's going to be close. Yeah, there might be maybe, what, 10, 12 seconds 10, left? 10, 12 seconds here. I'm kind of surprised they're doing that. Kneel down formation, to be honest with you. Well, so we'll bring up a second. And long here, second and 14, but at this point that doesn't really matter. He'll take a knee there, so. That's 20 seconds, yep, you're, yep, the mat's right. That'll bring up a third down now. Yep, and one more snap and that's the game, so. Tough, tough game for the Eagles to play. They had a good opportunity to do some things right, but uh, good job of the Pirates to Make some good plays when they needed to, especially when they've lost their specially talented player. So they'll take a knee. This will bring up a fourth down, but 37 on the play clock, 27 on the game clock. So this should, for all intents and purposes. Yeah, that's it. They're getting ready to line up, shake hands. Hats off to the Pirates. They did a good job, nice job uh, by the coaches and the players to make changes once they lost. Uh, Truce early in the game. Uh, we only saw him for probably one or two plays is all I remember. Yeah, it wasn't so, much. Great job by the coaches. Great job by number three, Caton. He did a fabulous job. John stepped up, did a good job. Just a really good job all the way around by the Pirates. Eagles uh, played a tough, tough game, but this is all, all going to be the rest of the way. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be uh, right back here, get into your post-game shows. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Moon County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. You've been listening to Southern Moon County Eagles football on the exclusive home for Eagles football, the Show Me Sports Network. Exclusive play-by-play coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football has been brought to you by... Avon with Michelle Carty, Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, Sawdust Studios, Southern Boone Booster Club, and Zealous WBGT. 
The biggest and absolute best coverage in mid-Missouri continues as you're just moments away from the exclusive post-game show. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Eagles Radio Network. At the Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. We know that you're more than just a subscriber. You're an employer. You're a parent. You're a neighbor. Most importantly, you're a community member. It's our goal to provide you with the latest news, sports, opinions, obituaries, classifieds, and more to keep you informed about your community. To find out more about the Boone County Journal or to subscribe, call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com. The Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. This is the Southern Boone County Eagles postgame show on the exclusive home for Eagles football, the Show Me Sports Network. The Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew will discuss their thoughts on tonight's game as well as look ahead to the next action for the Eagles. Exclusive postgame coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football is brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC. Last Sentinel Firearms. Retrieving Freedom. Sawdust Studios. Southern Boone Booster Club. And Zealous WBGT. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Eagles Radio Network. Now let's go live to the field to the Show Me Sports Network broadcast booth. Yeah, the Eagles drop a tough one here to Boonville, a Class 3 District 5 matchup as well as a Tri-County Conference matchup as they fall by a final of 18-14 to in a game that uh, was well played on both sides. But the uh, Eagles just come up a hair short. They had a chance to uh, win it in almost walk-off fashion, but their pass falls incomplete. And they turn it over on downs. And uh, then from that point on for Boonville, they were able to just kind of run the clock down. And that's exactly what they did, run the clock down. And got a couple of first downs along their way to help out their cause. But they walk out of their home house here and get the 18-14 to win. And still a tough-fought game on both sides, so nothing to hang their heads about for the Eagles. As taking a look, we'll take a look at your scoring summary here. As everything got started off with uh, the uh, ball game, it was late in the first quarter, but it was Boonville getting the first score on a 14-yard touchdown run by senior Jackson Johns. The uh, PAT was no good. It was blocked. That was a five-play, 80-yard drive. That score came with 50 seconds left in the first quarter. That made it a 6 to nothing Boonville lead. And that is how the first quarter ended. Then Southern Boone would answer back on a 22-yard touchdown pass from Evans to Morris. PAT was good by Salter. That made it a 7-6 advantage in favor of Southern Boone. That was a three-play 61-yard drive. That came with 6-13 left to go in the second quarter. Then Boonville would score again, this time on a 54-yard touchdown pass from Caton to Johns. The uh, two-point conversion was no good. That was a two-play 60-yard drive. That was with 5.27 left in the second quarter. That made it a 12-7 advantage in favor 
of Boonville. Then Southern Boone would score with two seconds left before halftime. They score on a nine-yard touchdown pass from Evans to Taylor. They tried the two-point conversion. They uh, had a penalty, so had to back up and uh, do uh, the uh, PAT from Salter was good. That was a 12-play, 63-yard drive. That made them ahead by a score of 14-12. to 12. And then Boonville would score the last touchdown of the game on a 17-yard touchdown pass from Caden to Griffin. The uh, two-point conversion was no good. Pass was knocked down. It was a six-play, 61-yard drive. That made it an 18-14 to 14 score with 8.34 left to go in the third quarter. That was in favor of Boonville. That score would take us through the remainder of the third quarter as well as uh, through the fourth quarter as Boonville advances to two or three and one on the season rather for Southern Boone. They drop to a record of two and two on the year. They fall to one and one in class three district five action as well. As I said, a game that uh, nothing to hang their heads about by any means as it was a tough fought game, but just came up a few points short on the scoreboard. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back and get into some of the other uh, post-game activities for you as you're listening to exclusive post-game coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421. 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions we need you we need you we need you we need you now more than ever the southern boone school district is hiring part-time bus drivers for route athletics and activities with no experience necessary our drivers enjoy flexible work hours paid on-site cdl training and paid time off all while helping our community the position offers competitive pay go visit sbschools.us slash employment we need you Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers. With some of the most advanced technologies on the market, anything can become a canvas. The -the state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on custom laser engraving llc a veteran-owned business creating custom handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier become a member of sawdust studios and enjoy 24 7 access to a woodworker's paradise outfit with industry-leading professional grade tools sawdust studios offers endless woodworking possibilities don't have woodworking experience no problem as sawdust studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers experienced designers and master craftsmen youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers for more information search sawdust studios on facebook or find them online at sawdust Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop. shop. 
Well, good to see players from both teams exchanging some uh, post-game conversations, some pictures, some hugs and everything around as uh, Chase Morris was down talking to uh, Truce for quite a little bit, and they exchanged some uh, some uh, goodbyes. I would say greetings, but it would be goodbyes as they parted ways. And, you know, these, uh, as we said, two teams that are very familiar with each other just separated really, you know, just up the road a little ways. But uh, these players, they know each other, they see each other, plus most of them are multi-sport athletes, so they also get to see each other. No doubt, and there's a good chance that we could see them again. I, I hope they do, and I hope Truce is healthy because I want to see him at his best because I want to experience the man, the myth, the legend. Anyway, scores. Quite the interesting night of scores. Um, start out with Blair Oaks. Being Blair Oaks, won 42-14 over California. The big upset tonight, in my opinion, Osage, Blanks, Eldon, 28 to nothing. Eldon was a scoring machine up and down the field this year, so that was quite the job by the school of the Osage to, to come out. And uh, anyway, Kirksville beats Mobley 34 to 14. No score in Mexico and Marshall. Hannibal uh, won 48 to 0 over Fulton. Jeff City, no no change in that halftime score. Twenty-one to fourteen is the last score we have. Capital City, it was leading over Rockbridge, twenty-eight to twenty. Cardinal Ritter from St. Louis is putting it to the Hawaii's Catholic Crusaders, thirty-four to fourteen. Hickman was losing to Battle, thirty-four to fifteen. Uh, Russellville was up over Carrollton, twenty-nine to eight. And the continued thrashing of the Parkview Vikings down in Camden, 65-6 to by the Camden Lakers. They're now 4-0 in their uh, Coach Shore's last season down there. That would be the son, Coach Shore. His dad still walks the sidelines, so that's got to be quite the uh, – to see that happen. Anyway, so uh, definitely we're going to see a very compacted – district standings here. <laughs> it's going to be a log jam in the uh, middle for sure. Log jam. And again, it's what we expected. None, there was a single team in our district that's going that was going to run the table. We knew that. Quite surprised that Eldon um, played a goose egg tonight. So uh, certainly where the season still has a lot of potential for us. We have a, a lot we could do this year. Um, seeing improvements every single week. Seeing some contributors out there. It's good to see uh Manuel out there doing well. Good luck to his cousin tomorrow with the Tigers. Martez from Rockbridge is is his cousin. Um, so hopefully Mizzou bounces back. But, uh, yeah, just uh, saw a lot of good things tonight. But, again, close only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. And I had a coach and teacher, Pappy, say my he always added my answers. <laughs> so I have said that a few times in, in, the, in my life. So. Lasting impression just shows you how important and how coaches can can be to a young person as they are growing up and becoming the adult that they will in the future. So, tough loss, um, still a lot to 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 accomplish this year. So let's see how we bounce back next week against who we have next week. For sales, over oh, sales, for sales. After for sales came to life a little bit too. The uh, Osage both have been struggling, but. Uh, we need to get. We need to eat well and get fat next week. Well, I think one of the big takeaways for me this week is, you know, they got those penalties cleaned up. Just three, sorry, four penalties for both teams. Uh, so that's relatively a penalty-free game. But 
you know, we saw some long sustained drives. Like I said, there was a 17-play drive. That was 17 plays for Southern Boone. They ended up turning it over on downs. For Booneville, their previous drive before that 17-play drive for the Eagles was 16 plays, and they missed a 25-yard field goal. So having the sustaining drives, that ate up the clock. We only had uh, two-and-a-half drives during the uh, during the fourth quarter there, as much of it went went to those drives, but like we said, you know, they're you obviously want to get the wins, and we want to we want to play for the win. But you know, these young men they're they're uh, finding their place, they're learning, they're growing, all these things, and so there's definitely some good takeaways from this game. Like I said, they got the penalties cleaned up, they were able to put some drives together. But you know, the good thing is that. They were never out of the game. It was back and forth chess match, but on that turnover on downs, that's just you know a two foot more put on that ball, and they they have a completed pass and a touchdown in the end zone. It's not much. They were just that close right there. This great game that we love sometimes comes down to inches and, and feet, and it certainly did tonight. But it was a it was a good tough defensive shootout, defensive battle, just like I predicted. Please don't play back to the beginning of the game. Anyway, um, good, good. Like uh, I said, hats off to the Pirates for doing a really good job. You know, when you lose your your best player, that can certainly take a lot out of you. And they did a fabulous job of kind of all rounding up together and making some changes. And number three did a fantastic job of uh, taking it upon himself. You know, number twelve, Johns did a really good job too. Whenever he had, and I had no doubt when he came in running the Wildcat would. Caton got hurt that I felt pretty good they were going to still convert that to a first down. Right. <laughs> and that had that feeling. Right. And that's the thing, too, with them losing truth as early as they did. Something that, uh, you know, like you talked about, is losing such a big threat there, but, but he's such a, a dual threat. You know, normally when you see somebody go down, well, they just lost their receiver, they lost their back, whatever it is. But, you know, he's shown that he can throw the ball. He can catch the ball. He can run the ball. He's also their punter. I mean, he he wears a lot of hats for them. He's also a good defender as well. Yeah, he's great on defense. So, you know, losing him really impacts every phase of the game that they would have. But uh, for the most part, they were able to regroup and and, uh, make the adjustments and, and come back and... It still was very much a chess match of sorts for the for the game, which yeah, just like chess match, it was clear from the get go that uh, neither Chase Morris or Truce was going to get a chance to return anything kick return wise, since both teams were sticking to the the pooch and happy with giving the other team the ball on the 35, 40 yard line. So um, yeah, love the coaching match, uh, and uh, certainly a crazy game. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw them again. I hope we see them again because I wouldn't mind having their chance, and I would love to see them at their full 100%. I want to see Truce play. We're going to take one more break here and uh, still waiting to see if head coach Mark Ross makes his way up uh, to the press box here. So we're going to take one more break and be back, and uh, hopefully he'll be up here to join us. If not, we'll get our post-game closed out and uh, get you set for next week as uh, we'll be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. 
Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled, offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your last line of defense. Attention Eagles fans, here's your chance to help the student-athletes of Southern Boone County by becoming a member of the Southern Boone Booster Club. Your gifts help provide all Southern Boone County athletes with a safe and positive experience while attending our school district and also help purchase items that our sports team couldn't otherwise afford. You can join the Southern Boone Booster Club this season for as little as $25. Membership is open to everyone. Interested in joining? Look them up on Facebook by searching Southern Boone Booster Club or email them at sbcathleticboosters at gmail.com. Let's go Eagles! Running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Carty can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcarty.avonrepresentative.com. Com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carty. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! Well, a tough night once again for Southern Boone as they drop the game by a final of 18 to 14. Nothing, as we've discussed, nothing to hang their head about. As a tough fought game, a chess match that we kind of thought maybe it might be, but just come up short on the uh, scoreboard. They had a chance to uh, get the win there, but an incomplete pass turned it over on downs, and that was uh, pretty much all she wrote for the game for Southern Boone. Can they fall by a final here at Booneville of 18-14? to 14. As uh, no rest for the weary, they'll get uh, maybe some rest, maybe some ice, maybe some hydration here tonight and tomorrow, and then uh, right back to work as uh, they'll play on the road as next week we are just down the road a little ways, but we will be at Versailles as the Versailles Tigers will be hosting the uh, Southern Boone County Eagles. And again, another game we talked about it that's probably going to be our MO all season long is a lot on the line, and uh, that's something that is a game they're going to have to show up and, uh, you know, fix the things they need to from this week and uh, grow and, and just be that much better next week. No doubt. And uh, probably the good thing about first sales playing so well against Hallsville, keeping it close, is that uh, that hopefully means that our players won't take them lightly. If they would have lost, you know, you have a tendency to think, okay, well, we're much better than them. We can, you know, Cut the corners here and there, but uh, but no, um, I don't think the coaches will allow that. Uh, you could, like we've mentioned before, we saw some good good signs of good coaching, some good signs of the players being coachable. 
I think we'll see that again uh, for, for next week. So, But the Versailles, uh, they've been a scrappy bunch in the past, but they do have a different uh, head coach. I uh, recall them, oh, four, three, four years ago. And a, we had a rain, huge monsoon coming. We played the game on Thursday. We had our starting tailback, uh, Colby Phillips, that hurt his hand, cut his hand, and he didn't play. And you know, my son even said that was the worst game he played. And uh, Coach Silvers back then said uh, he coached his A-double-S off. He was, that's probably the game that he was the most prou- proud of of his coaching, young coaching career. And then they took it to us that night. So for sales, it's been known to be be scrappy. But, uh, you know, it's a good chance for to get things right. Uh, you know, it looks like only Boonville has won today, tonight. So basically that, that is a positive. not much changes in the standings. <laughs> Everything's going to be nice and, and mixed up, moshed up. Uh, it does look like the early numbers is that we are dropping from fourth to fifth, and uh, that's because again, backs go mobily. They get those extra points when they play the bigger schools, and of course, wins take advantage. So you have Boonville and Eldon going to be three and one, so that certainly helps their their cause mobily. Again, they lost, so they're going to be out. So Eldon and Boonville will sit at the very top. Uh, I'm interested to see what Eldon does, how they come back, um, but uh, yeah. That's that's the uh, exciting thing too that you know you can watch the uh, district standings all week long and week after week and I'll be honest even after week nine after all the games have been played we still aren't going to know how the seedings will be it's going to take a few days for the dust to settle and you, know, you get into that when teams can I jump other say, teams and, I will say this though yeah you, you you can jump there's some <laughs> jumping rules but yeah I will say this the Mesha does have some better technology these days there they get things updated pretty quickly that is true scoring down. that's nice usually you used to have to wait but you're right there is some jumping that could happen if the team ahead of you you beat if you have the same records and the points it's right it can be a tad confusing yes it but, it is not uh, necessarily super complicated but where it gets complicated is when you a team can only be jumped one time so right. if they're somehow on the top of the list but then everybody's beat them. Only one person gets the benefit from that. Right, so yeah. that's kind of what we saw last year. Yeah, it, it can be a little goofy. But, uh, but again, what a great sport we have here in high school football. Every week is a joy, you know, you know, enjoy, joyful to watch. Joyful? Anyway, uh, well, not many people are left listening to us now. But anyway, <laughs> the point is it's a great sport. The emotions are there, ups and downs. It's, uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. And I'm glad to be part of it. Absolutely. Well, we're glad you're here on our broadcast as well. And I think that's going to wrap it up for us. As uh, for Mike Freeze, I'm Blake Gasway for the Show Me Sports Network. Until we talk to you next week, as again, we'll be on the road. We'll be at Versailles as uh, pregame will start about 6.30, kickoff set for 7 o'clock. Until we talk to you next week, we do have a couple softball games that we'll have on the air next week on Tuesday and Thursday. But until we talk to you next Friday for our next uh, football broadcast, so long and have a great evening. You've been listening to the biggest and absolute best coverage in mid-Missouri on the exclusive home for Southern Boone County Eagles football, the Show Me Sports Network, and the Eagles Radio Network. The Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew are the ones that know your Eagles the best. Exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football has been brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, 
Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, Sawdust Studios, Southern Boone Booster Club, and Zealous WBGT. We hope you've enjoyed the broadcast. Join us anytime on the web at ShowMeSportsNetwork.com or find us on Facebook by searching Show Me Sports Network. The Show Me Sports Network and the Eagles Radio Network, your exclusive home for Southern Boone County Eagles football. Serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world, this is the Show Me Sports Network. The preceding was an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and was a high-fidelity all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited.